You're listening to Needless to Say, another disgraceful member of the Damaged Goods Podcast Network. Check out us and other great shows at damagedgoodsinc.com. All right, tonight's been a long-awaited episode. Uh, we're going to talk about our experience at Rhode Island Comic Con, which was, by and large, an absolute rousing success, not only for us, but for everybody who was at the show. They, uh, I think they got it right this year. Yeah. But uh, w- I think we can all agree um, that we weren't going to do a traditional intro tonight. No. Um, not. Something happened. Uh, one of the best things about going to Comic Con this year and having a table there and being a part of it uh, was all the friends we made. And surprisingly enough, a lot of the friends we made were actually young kids. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because we had a wheel at the table, we had things set up, it looked like a fun booth, and kids came over and they wanted to interact with us. And we had a lot of fun hanging out, meeting their parents, and, and spending some time with the kids. And uh, we had one kid in particular who showed up at our table every day he was at Comic-Con. Yeah. He made a point of it. And he came over, he wanted to spin the wheel, he wanted to get on the microphone, he wanted to record his wrestling promos and everything else. And uh, he made a real immediate impact and a deep and lasting one. And unfortunately today we found out uh, that this little guy uh, passed away for reasons we don't yet know. Yeah. So uh, a lot of the audio we're going to feature later will not feature this one young man. No. Um, but I want to break tradition, not only by doing an intro off the cuff, but also by raising our glass before the show even starts. To the memory of the, our new friend. Yep. And uh, with that, you know, he was dressed up like a superhero all three days. So I think it's only right, the maestro, if you could uh, break tradition here as well and play him off right with some truly heroic music. Welcome back to Needless to Say. I'm here with Sneezy and Sloth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty right. You sound, yeah. sound it does a little muffly. I don't know. I think I sound like I should be singing the blues. Yeah, I you feel do. like I got that sexy voice thing going on, but we just played back the yeah. intro and I sounded normal. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. in my own head, I sound this. You actually now. sounded better than usual. Yeah, it was it. weird. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to have to do, use any EQ on I was like, that's a sound I've been trying to achieve. I sounded <laughs> as good as the 90 minutes of audio we cut out from your voice every week. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, what a week, boys. What a weekend. I, I, can I say this? More than even joining the network. And more than going live on the internet, I think this may have been the biggest week in this show's history. It was. It was incredible. Not may have been. It definitely was. It was fucking awesome, man. We were at Rhode Island Comic Con from Friday to Sunday. Which you people have mercilessly had to listen to. Yeah, you've had to listen yeah. to us. But, you know, we finally, we, we, we got there. We didn't record as much as we wanted to and thought we were, because it was, we had a constant influx of people at this yeah. table <laughs> we got lucky with position uh, they gave us a booth position right near where they were doing the uh, 
what they call epic photo ops. Yeah. And so there was always a flood of people in the aisles waiting for these photo ops. And I think we got some residual effect. Like, I think people were like, well, I got 20 minutes before my photo op. Let me wander around. Yeah. And, but I don't want to go too far. So they'd linger. Yeah. And we got people who hung out. Yes. And then they hung out again. Yep. And then they hung out a third day. And we we actually made some friends. We made friends. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that, but that was the cool thing is like I said, I mean, we had, I, we were nervous. I was nervous when we got there. I didn't know what to expect. I'm thinking, are we just going to be sitting in a booth twiddling our thumbs, you know, <laughs> like looking like assholes, you our, know, our, our thumbs. You got, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got half of that right anyway. Yeah. So, but no, we sat there looking like assholes with a ton of people around us. Yep. That's right. And right immediately I was like, it's working. Like this, it, it was, you know, that anxiety went away, but then the anxiety, then as we drank beers and people gathered around and we got louder and we had literally at one point had a circle around the table yeah. of people laughing and cheering when people were spinning the wheel, the it, prize wheel. Yes. But it wasn't like just once or twice. That no. happened all weekend, man. Yeah. It was great. To the point. Well, I mean, I think we should break it down. Why don't we go day by day? I think we should talk about the experience because there were some things about setting up and coming into the building. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah. So I guess we should just break it down. I mean, what we set up to do was create an interactive kind of booth. Not only were we going to give away, we made like beer koozies. Yeah. And we had our stickers, which are like those obnoxious three-letter stickers that people put on the yeah. back of their cars to let you know that they travel stickers. more places than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, fuck those guys. Yep. So now we have our own fuck you, fuck those guys yeah. stickers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, our say right NTS, and a lot of people are going like, "Is that the Netherlands?" Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> no, it's yeah. uh, they look good. They look good, and yeah. we were giving stuff away, and we felt good about it. And Craig made this amazing wheel, and <laughs> it, was, it looked like like Plinko and all those other things on the prices, yeah. right? And he, we had chalkboard and Mike with his immaculate hand. Yeah, you guys oh, yeah, thought I was going to come in there with a piece of shit cardboard I did. spinning wheel. <laughs> I did. I was expecting <laughs> no, people to I know show us you. your splinters. I know. I believe me. I know Craig, and I've seen his fucking over the years. I've seen him come through all the time and shit like that. <laughs> Oh no! I'm just making a little, yeah, a paper airplane. You get there, it's like a fucking giant <laughs> jet, <laughs> ready to take off. Fucking yeah! Watch this. But I've also yeah. seen Craig's car. Yeah, <laughs> and I've yeah. seen his attention to detail. <laughs> so you're gonna have to forgive me for thinking we were getting plywood here yeah. on a nail. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's one thing I gotta say about Craig, man. When he just when he says he's going to do something, he does it all. Well, he did, and it looked good, and we had it in the corner of the table. So immediately there was a point of reference for anybody walking by. Exactly. Like, they've Something's got something going on. Going yeah. on. Yeah. Not only was it awesome looking, it was loud, too. So that ticking sound as it went around actually attracted Oh, we made some too. friends that very first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no yeah. Oh, because we were right across from <laughs> an artist who travels Comic-Con to Comic-Con, so he's probably used to the noise, who wasn't... As used to the noise was the very nice cross pen people. Yes. Yep. Right across and from us. Very, very quiet. Beautiful work. Beautiful Definitely, stuff. Man. Yeah, it was, but yeah, it was awesome. Within 10 minutes, at one point they asked me to take a photo of 
them in front of their booth. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And I'm like, well, do you want me to use my camera? And she's like, why would I want you to use my camera? <laughs> Brad's like, oh, I wait. Oh, that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Brad's like, okay, hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we already had beers. The beers were over. Right there, they, they knew what they but were But what for. they initially asked, in my defense, they said, can we take pictures of each other? Yeah. So I figured yeah. they were just offering to take our picture first. That's what I yeah. thought. That's no, all. Yeah, I That's did, a, I did. No, I'm not know. an idiot. I'm no, close. But, but the funny part was like that one minute of silence in between when, when she asked you and and then and then you look at us and you're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. She wants me to go, oh, okay, I'll be right back, guys. Well, maybe I should something else up with that, too. Yeah, it was I, pretty I, good. There was just no... It was awesome, man. There was a, a decided lack of communication from the first moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then... We get a crowd of people who are like, wait, I'm at Comic-Con. I just spent X amount of dollars to get in here. Oh, shit, I can win something. Exactly. Boom, spin yeah, that wheel. we weren't charging for the, to spin the wheel. We no, weren't charging for the raffle. Free. Raffle everything everything was free. Yeah. We, the whole idea of this was to promote the show. I think we're one of the only booths there that took a net loss. Yeah. Well, our, pri else? our prizes were, were fucking nice, too, no? No, the prizes were great. And we'll get into that, too. Yeah, but yeah. we set up the table and everything was good. What we noticed is... Because we got to go in the service entrance. Yeah. Yep. And we had like this weird all access vibe. Like we felt like roadies. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Should have been carrying amps and mics and shit <laughs> yeah. like that in there. And uh, instead, we just walked in and they said, okay, good. Here you go. Here's your badge and keep going. And I'm like, yeah, I've got a machete in the back. Yeah, of my yeah, yeah. I've got a bomb here. <laughs> Nobody checked this for shit. No, no security I actually, whatsoever. I, actually, I always have a knife. I always have a knife on me, <laughs> and we want. And we, I realized yeah. that when we got, there, I'm like, "Holy shit, I still have my knife on me." <laughs> and he noticed it as he was cutting cord. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah. he cut it and then burned the ends. I'm like, "How many <laughs> other things are you gonna smuggle in? <laughs> you know, chopping shit, burning things, like fucking else yeah." Needless to say, here. Craig's here. Should get rid of the wheel next year. We'll bring a guillotine. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Roll the head. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was, it was funny. But yeah, the lack of security for us as vendors was slim. Yeah, well, it was you know, slim. It was I mean, none. It was, nil. <laughs> it was it zero. Was, even to a point when we came in from the other side, when we had walked out to go get lunch and stuff and came yeah, back. Yeah, right. And I just walked right through the metal yep, detector like as it went beep, 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 beep. And I just showed him my badge. The guy's like, oh, okay, good. Me, me and I also love that you didn't get kicked out for walking around it. Yeah, yeah I did walk around it at first because I knew it was going to beat. I'm like, well, I that's not how that it. works. Yeah, I walked around it. Me and Leslie went outside to go smoke a butt, and they were upside up upstairs with the wands. Yeah, checking everybody. I'm like, sorry, babe, you, you, don't, have, you don't have this. You don't. Have you got to go through there. I went right around. The yeah, guy. exactly. Ultimate unlimited power. Oh my god, all weekend long. <laughs> it's terrible. I, I hate those prequels, but I was just all weekend. I'm like unlimited <laughs> power. Because <laughs> I'd walk back there, then I'd say hi to the bartender because she got to know us. At yeah. one point, oh, yeah. I, I took my credit card out. She's like, "How many are you grabbing this time? Five? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a two beer limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Could, you could. Get... I, I took me twelve minutes to walk." from the bar back to our booth between the one crowd time. and the five beers in my yeah. hands. One time one time I'm walking I'm walking in from coming outside and Brad's at the bar. He's like, oh sweet, perfect. Yeah, grab yeah. these beers. <laughs> I was like, Damn kid. Manny did that to me too. It, it's insane. We, I mean I spent I think the first day that Friday night I spent like a hundred and something bucks in, on beer. Just yeah, on beer. I was close. 
You know what I mean? Just buy like you know buying rounds. It's pretty it much what cheap. I spend all of my. But money it wasn't overly expensive weekend. either. It wasn't like going to a football game or anything. No, no but I mean no. you know you, you're walking around with a plastic cup of beer, and I don't care what you say. When you don't have them lined up in front of you, and you're not conscious of how much you're drinking, they just go down easier. Yes. And so we were drinking good beer because it was only a dollar more than cheap beer. Yep. And we're throwing them back, throwing them back, throwing out the cups. And I'm like, wait a minute. I have nothing here to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go get more. Yeah. Yep. And so we drank ourselves stupid yep. the first night. We but drank the- before the show started. We went over to Pizzeria Uno. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Incidentally, great pizza. Never Freaking ate that. Freaking awesome yeah. pizza, Good pizza. Man. Good stuff. We, what did we drink? We drank two 20-ounce beers in there. And then, went, and then went into the then went into the show, but by the end of the night, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, this is night one, and we we were a lot, you know, we had a lot of people around the table throwing their arms up in the air, people, because well, let's explain the wheel. Well, go ahead. Yeah, the your wheel, wheel. The, the wheel. What we did is we were handing out raffle tickets for these prizes, and what we did was we put. On the wheel, there were sections. You could win two extra tickets, five extra tickets. There was one spot for 10 extra tickets. But then we had other spots in the wheel. One of them was to make people beatbox. And we would record it. (laughs) And the other one was to make them do, because it was Comic-Con, a Chewbacca growl. Which, surprisingly, (laughs) there was a lack of talent in that department. I think I heard more people do that at McDonald's in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) Accurately. Yeah. The the beatbox sounded, a couple of them sounded freaking pretty good. Oh, yeah, we had some good ones. Well, we had the one guy from T-Mobile. We'll play him later. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, and then we had, you know, and then we had, like, the Yo Mama joke. We had spots like that, and it was funny because uh, the first guy to come in and spin the wheel immediately snapped off one of the pegs. Two of them. Two of them, because he he spun it twice. He goes, oh, did I do that? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of spin it from the wheel. And he grabbed the peg again and snapped it. Now, everybody else that spun that wheel, hundreds of people spun that wheel. From the pegs. From the pegs. No No one one broke him off. He was the only one to break all weekend. (laughs) Because he just did it. He didn't, he like, I don't know. But in all fairness, I believe he was a professional wrestler. Yes. Yes, he was. And I think we have to acknowledge the strength and sheer power. Yes. That he was bringing to the table, literally. Yes. Yep. Um, and we're going to meet him later, too. Yeah, we'll meet him later. Awesome guy. But, uh, but it was funny. So, But then he, he broke one in, a, in, a, in such a spot that it was perfect. He broke it between a, a three extra tickets and the beatbox, <laughs> which was great because I was sitting close enough to the wheel that every time someone would land in that spot, I was able to just move the wheel over to beatbox. Yeah, they, they, no one. <laughs> needless to say, no one rolled a three. Yeah, it was always. But it was funny. Beatbox. I was. I mean, I was doing it blatant right in front of him. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, that sucks. Oh, I was just that. sliding it back. How many know? times did I be like, oh, gravity sucks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. So. But it was people were waiting and people when people went to spin the wheel, when people went to spin the wheel, people were waiting to see if they were going to have to do one of those things, which made it great. And then by the end of the night and the first night, we had a crowd around the table and every time someone rolled you know, the beatbox and Chewbacca growl. Everybody threw their arms up in the air like, yeah. And then and then <laughs> we know? had those those people that just came by. They didn't even care if they got tickets. They just wanted, just wanted to, to spin, spin the yeah. wheel. Yeah, yeah. we had a lot of that. Of those. Yeah. I, I think I one thing we went into the weekend saying was activity is contagious. Like we, our table has to look like something is happening. Yep. 
nobody has ever had a podcast there before, at least not as a vendor. Right. Right? Nobody has ever had a booth not that I, there. Not, not a, that I know of. I've gone every year and never seen one. There's podcasts have been there, but usually moderating panels or doing a panel yeah. or doing recording a show there. And there were know. other ones this year, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a few exactly. of them. But nobody ever thought of themselves as a vendor. And we had a booth strictly to promote the show, and we sold nothing. We no, made no money. Nothing. We spent Gave hundreds and hundreds everything. of dollars. Yes. <laughs> just by staying on brand yes. and drinking beer, you know. When I came had, home with forty six dollars. Oh, you gotta be kidding! I me. came <laughs> home with I came home with forty six cents. Well, but but you only went there with a dollar forty six. Yeah. So Craig went there with Cheap a little beer. more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say a little bit more. I brought a few bucks. No, all the <laughs> pretty much. I think I bought. Two, two things, one thing. Yeah, nah. I think that was it. And, and everything, well, except the beer, obviously. But it was good. But we we set out to get people aware of us. We wanted somebody to say, "Hey, you guys are the podcast." And yeah. by the morning of day two, they were saying that. that they were saying that. Hey, you guys are the podcast. I've heard about you. Yep. So day one was a success. I mean, granted, all the other vendors in the area kind of <laughs> had that crossed armed look. Like, yeah. fuck this, I'm going to spend three days with these douchebags? Yeah. They're not going to the be better day. tomorrow. No. And I thought this is what I was getting as I thought everybody around us hated us. They did. You yeah, were not did. wrong. No. <laughs> well, the AT, the, the, the cross people across the way by the, well, I'm not going to say the first day, obviously. No, the everybody first night, they like, all hated us. They didn't like us. <laughs> no. But by morning two, by the, the second morning, or the first morning, I should say, like the, the, the yeah. next day. We all kind of stumbled in. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> we we didn't go look on. good. We got home by the grace of God. <laughs> the, yep. night, the night before the drive, the drive home. Remember the, you guys remember the drive home? Yeah, right? I do. Well, you should have <laughs> felt better than remember, all of us. I remember the drive to your home. Oh, yeah. And then me and Brad driving to the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that drive home. <laughs> well... Yeah, my stomach wasn't feeling so great on <laughs> that ride home. And I and just out of nowhere, I'm like, wow, I'm actually going to throw up. I wasn't bombed or anything. I wasn't buzzed. It was just. Yeah. So Brad <laughs> rushed a, a plastic bag to me. And, you know. And then you filled it. Yeah. yeah. Filled it up. And then immediately looked at me and handed it. it to me. Like, what do you want to do with this? <laughs> like, tapping what? it oh, on the bottom yeah. of the bag. I'm like, like what? <laughs> Check this out, dude. Yeah. Like what? Get you, the fuck out of here! What do you want? And you also realized we were oh, in traffic, God. waiting to get out of a parking garage. Yeah, yeah you could have so gotten what? out of the car. No, actually, and I, met we were, us down at the bottom think, of the. No, turn. we were out of the parking garage. It doesn't no, we matter where we were. You matter. handed it to me like I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck do I want? That's what we do, bro. That's what we do. I would have slapped him in the face. I would have taken it. I was driving. I would have smacked him upside the chin with it. No, he couldn't have done that because all three of us would have been fucking. The, the next ready. morning, though, we strolled in. It was, you know, strolled. It was mellow. It was, it was nice mellow. Yeah, it was mellow because we got there. We were there, you know, we there 40 minutes right before in. the fucking doors opened. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Not and really. We, no, we, got got we right cut it close. Time. We <laughs> cut it close. Everybody around us knew. Yeah. They yeah. just yeah. knew. We had that look. But we yeah, all walk in, strolling in with coffees all through. Yeah. And everybody saw that we were just a little bit more subdued yeah. than we were the night before. That didn't, we that picked didn't it last up. Long, we picked but it that, up. That yeah. did not last long at all. Yeah. And they, but then it turned out, you know, they liked us, you know? Because yeah. I think what happened was we're bringing people into that aisle. We were. I mean, time. granted, so was their stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, we helped our, each other our, out a lot. Our, I think our loud. 
obnoxious thing in a minute brought a lot of people like, what the hell's going on down there? Well, I tell you what, you know, let, let me ask you this. And I'm not knocking them. They had beautiful stuff. Yeah. But let's be real. Incredible, if you went stuff. to Comic-Con saying, I am going to walk out of here with a Spider-Man pen that's actually a good pen. Yeah. You'd be lying because nobody did that. Yeah. But a lot of people walked out with really nice with pens. Really awesome spent 40, yeah, 50, 60 bucks for a pen or more. Uh, there was like one Star Wars one that was three hundred dollars. It was three fifty. Three fifty. Yeah. The uh, the Chewbacca one was three fifty. <laughs> that's what the I mean. The Vader one was even more. I think it was like four twenty. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Like, people yeah, would have never stumbled on that booth. Right. Beautiful. I'm not things. taking credit for. It, no. No. But no, I'm no, saying no. that there was a lot of different things in that aisle. And we were just part of it. There was also a well, shoe guy that was well, selling Star Wars way. shoes. That, let's put it this was, way. Those were incredible. Yeah, yeah, those were fucking nice, too. But there was but, a lot of diversity. Yeah, in right. And, and and a lot of these people were bouncing back and forth between between booths. You know? Yeah. That's, that was the big thing. And we ended up making friends with, with the people at the, at the pen booth. Yeah, it was awesome, And, man. and the guy to our left. And the, then even a few rows down was a guy selling the T-shirts, man. Th- those T-shirts were freaking awesome. I bought. I ended up buying two of them. That was the, that was eighteen minutes in the day one. Yeah, I bought that one shirt. I had. We, to. we all kind of did a lot of our shopping right away. I was coming yeah. back with pop figures left and right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I got our our, our uh, network mate Shade. She's made it very clear that any men who buy toys are not really men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey. Yeah. But I, got, I also have to. I also have to mention the the AT cross people. I got to mention Deb. Happy anniversary. It was their anniversary. Yeah, that is right. true. Yep. That weekend. And and so we celebrated by cheering whenever <laughs> yeah. somebody had the beatbox. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Everybody celebrates in their own way. But they, I mean, but they had a good time. You know, the, it, we had a good time with them after, you know, and the other people around us. And it, I mean, day one was nuts. All right. But let's you be know? real. The one thing, the big takeaway, it wasn't nobody cares that we had a good day. The show was not built no. on good days. Yeah. The show was built on all the things <laughs> we, that go wrong. Our listeners know. And the first three hours when there was nobody in the show, it was great. Because I'm like, this is really a cool setup. It's fun. Yeah. And then people arrived. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and for as many cool people we met, we met 10 times as many assholes. Yeah. 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 All plans go went out the window yep. after people started I have to know, say this. Comic-Con, by and large, is a fun event. I'll admit it. I had fun. But there are so many unfuckable, rapey-looking people there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, it felt like I was eating at a subway on the campus of Penn State University. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was just one of the most uncomfortable things. <laughs> like wet meat slapping. Apparently, <laughs> they only sell Harley Quinn outfits if, no you, if you're 350 or higher. <laughs> or, 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 or freaking Catwoman ones too, man. Every one of those girls, w- I mean, I know she wears a lot of makeup in the comic and all that as part of the character. Every one of them looks like they just finished filming one of those gag blowjob videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's got lipstick in her ears. Yeah. She tears running down her face. <laughs> like you can almost hear daddy missing the dance recital. Yeah, it was crap. so bad. Yeah, so that was just day, that was just day one though. Uh, day two was when shit started to really happen. I, agree. I mean, the cool thing about day two was right out of the gate, we had some people show up to the booth that yeah. were there on Friday night. Like, just stopping by to say, hi, guys, how's things going? I almost felt like they were testing us. 
Yeah. Like, are these guys really cool? Or are they, you know, they can act like all cocky and shit now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I mean, we had, I hate to say the term, but I'm going to do it. We had regulars. Yeah. We yeah, did. We did. We, did. we had friends. Yep. It was cool. People who paid real money for a three day pass. For a three day pass came and we're hanging out with us. Wayne. Shout out to Wayne. Wayne, buddy. Wayne. Fucking awesome I mean, dude, Wayne, man. We met him Friday night. He hung out for a while. Came back Saturday. Hung out for a long time. Yeah, he skipped panels. Yeah. Yeah, he Which did. He, I, Wayne, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, yeah. He was cool. I'm, I'm but, glad no, he did, though. Glad, he yeah. was fucking no, cool, man. I mean, I was glad we met Wayne. It was a lot of fun. I'm just glad he accepted like, both of your Facebook requests. He did. All, earlier in the week. I had to wait till today yeah. <laughs> to well, get accepted by Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he's, he does a lot of cool sounds and stuff. You know what I mean? He does a lot of good voices. Uh, voices and yeah, shit. voices. Awesome. So he, but he, he was funny as hell, and we had a good time with him. Yeah. And, and he I wanted there. to. I've been being to, I told him I was going to call him. I will call him, but this week has been, you know. Oh, it's been crazy. We've, yeah, with, we've with had a lot. I just really hope he answers else. the phone as a transformer. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. But nah, I mean, but other guy. than that, awesome other, other shit started happening. When we this is day two is when we started realizing the the actual access that we had. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know we were that that you know that brings up we were in an awesome spot because we were near the bathrooms, the bar, and yes. access to go outside and smoke where no one else could go. Right, yeah, by everyone. We actually walked through the security office. To yes, get to get outside, just walk right And I actually it. said to the guy, I'm like, I'm sorry if I'm... And he's like, no, go. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You, have, you have the pass of doom. <laughs> yeah. You, know? yeah. Awesome, you have, man. again, unlimited <laughs> power. Yeah. So you're going out there to smoke a butt or something or whatever, you know? And you realize, so is everybody else. Yeah. Like, Kiva Sutherland... Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, fuck uh, yeah. You. Day two was the day I realized Mike had no idea what Kiefer Sutherland looked like. Because <laughs> I'm like, Go how on. you doing? He's like, hey, how's it going? And then fuck we it. keep going. And, I didn't and notice. I'm him. like, wow, that was that was weird. Mike's like, what? I'm like, that was Kiefer Sutherland. He's like, really? Yeah, he was getting on the elevator, <laughs> like, that yeah. that access elevator. Like Kiefer Sutherland, man, he was just fucking people. standing right there. We said hi to him. You know, it would be crazy though if Donald Sutherland was there. Mike could be like, oh yeah, holy shit, crap. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I I really I didn't even like. You didn't look even at notice him. him. Nah. I, I just mean, was, you know, in a way I, that's good. Yeah, you yeah, look like we belong. Well, I wasn't well, gonna yeah. fucking say anything to him if I said anyway. Said nothing really, any, you know, to make anybody uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Most like, boys suck. Yeah, fucking knock him <laughs> out. What am I supposed to do? Like right. twenty four went eight seasons too long. <laughs> One of the first times I went outside on Saturday was uh, to, to have a cigarette. There was this woman smoking a cigarette, and this guy he had his back to me, and he, stayed, he wasn't smoking, but he was standing there and he was talking. <laughs> you know, and. So I'm standing there, I'm smoking a cigarette, and I said hi, you know, just because I'm standing there. And she says hi, and he turns around, and he's like, hey, how you doing? And Ta-da. it's Emilio Rivera no <laughs> from shit. the Mayans and Sons of Manakee. Awesome, and I'm man. like, oh, shit. But I didn't give that, oh, shit, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm not yeah. going to bother him. He's on his break. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? For a right. minute. He's getting away, and I'm not going to 
And Mike wasn't with you at this point. No, right? no, no. Because no, Mike would, no. wouldn't have known who he no, was. I anyway. have known. I've never <laughs> no, seen Mike would have been looking shit. for a wall to put him behind. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Mayan? What? <laughs> but uh, but just stuff like that was really cool. And that that's but that's what I mean. Like shit like that started to happen on day two, and I think day two was oh it was a long day. You know, we were there from nine in the morning until nine at night. Minimum, yeah. yeah. Well, seven at night, actually. Yeah, but. we we booked out of there pretty. Quickly. Yeah, we did. Un, we, we, yeah, we were like, Saturday. yeah, leave the laptop. We don't care. Well, so yeah. we, we learned. <laughs> I mean, the the learning curve through three days was so huge, and we picked it up really quick between where to park, where to go in, where to go yeah. out, where to do this, where to get that, get yep. this. We, you know, we did. Uh, Pretty good, I'd say. We no, had a we pretty did. good run in you and me. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we we, we went. Out. Go ahead. Oh sorry. no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're talking about going outside and smoking. No, but I said we can't forget too, because we started doing this and we started drinking beers and every, we kept wandering off, and we we always had backups at the table, and that was sometimes Manny was with us. Yep. And his family. And he didn't have the vendor pass, so he couldn't follow us around to the special places. <laughs> but <laughs> and he's so he was, used to going. He was there to the with his daughter places. and his daughter's boyfriend. You know, and um, and they were awesome. And his son, you know, and they were great. They helped us out at the table. It a was lot. a great thing to have in terms of making it look busy. What yeah. happened that was bad is that the three of us started <laughs> looking at that as an opportunity to take more breaks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And at one point, Go I came back from getting beer, shockingly <laughs> enough. And I came back and at the table was Manny. His daughter and Wayne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, is anybody who's on the banner? I must have been in actually, charge at that point. And you just <laughs> walked off. Me. I don't yeah. know. And, I don't and remember. to their credit, Manny's future son-in-law was basically handing out, having people spin oh, the wheel. Yeah, oh, he, he was. He was like a, one of those old, old-time uh, carnies. Like, like, man, he's like, blocker. hey, come in, people. Yeah. You know, the wheel. it was phenomenal who's that awesome, everybody man. got behind us, and that was really cool. But yeah, I think next year, if we're, and we're going to go through regrets and things to do differently yeah, later. Yeah, absolutely. But I think one thing is, at least two of us have to be at the table at, yeah, all, times. at all times. Yeah, at all times. Yeah. And we always said that we were going to do that. But once you we get did there, for the most part. we did. Yeah. For the most part, we were all. I there, can't, could not believe it though. I'm like, does anybody work here? <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't believe it. But uh, we had a good thing. We stepped outside. And we started talking to this guy, and he was smoking. You and Mike. Yeah, me and Mike. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I just need some fresh air. Big know? guy, knee brace. Yeah, he came limping over to us, so and he seemed limping. like a cool guy. And he had a vendor pass or a guest pass. Yes, a guest yeah. pass. And I'm like, ah, oh, he must be an artist or something like that. I didn't think twice about it. We start talking, and I said, hey, man, you know, we've been talking for 10 minutes. I should get your name. And he said his name was John DiMaggio. Now, that doesn't mean a lot to the average person. But if you like cartoons and video games, this means a lot. Yeah. Know? Okay. This guy, most people know him as the voice of Bender on Futurama. Yeah. The only reason to watch Futurama. Fucking yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Was definitely. Bender. Definitely yep. the only reason. Uh, and he's just as funny in real life. Like that's him. But he's, he's also on my bastard. favorite video game of all time. He does the voice of Marcus on Gears of War. Yep. Yep. He does incredibly. He, funny. he does more than that. Oh, he more does than millions. Of things, yeah. Tons of millions stuff. Tons of stuff. Yeah. Guy was killer because he's an old school comedian. Yeah. And we started talking old New York comedy. And, you know, I, it wouldn't be an episode if I didn't mention that, you know, and we, <laughs> the same clubs and everything. But he was just a hang of a guy. The only time he got a little squirrely with us is when I mentioned we have a podcast. 
Because <laughs> yep. now he wants, he thinks you want something. But yeah. I, we ended up not pursuing it. I don't. No, he we just met. He Brad mentioned it once, and that was it. And it just kept going. I mean, we were, we were talking to this guy for a good 25, 30 minutes. At one point, I was heading back in. He's like, "What?" He's like, "Why?" Will be there. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, it, at one point, he had me and fucking Brad fucking rolling, man. He he was making fun of uh, his one time. Um, he was Manager. a promoter. He was a promoter. Yeah. One, of, one of his old promoters and shit back in New York and stuff. And it was a guy was who just... handled most of the big name comics in yeah. New York. And he was booking them up and down the East Coast. And he did this whole spiel in this very stereotypically Jewish voice. Because this so guy was apparently dude. a six foot four blonde Jew. Yeah. <laughs> which I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> I have to see that. I need a Jew that can dunk, you know? I want to see that. And, and, it was, and it was great. But then, but then he continued to tell the story. In this guy's voice, he just kept going and oh, going. It was, it was a riot. fucking it funny, was a man. Riot. He, he was a good guy, so we let him go, and then he ended up meeting some friends. So he did what he was doing. Well, he fucking he he knew uh, someone that you opened up for at one point. Yeah, it was a comedian named Greg Regal, who is his like uh, he's like funny a, as hell, yeah, he's funny dude. Funny, he's man. a benchmark in New York. Yeah, like this guy is just a, a quintessential New York comic. Yeah, I don't know how much he travels out of New York, but I know that you stand a very good chance of seeing him most nights in New York. He's yeah, a funny yeah. bastard. He man. works like a motherfucker, and I had the pleasure. One of the few shows I opened up for anybody of value, he was one of them. That's and awesome. So it was man. a really cool thing. That was awesome. Uh, and I learned a lot just by watching him. So that was cool that I name dropped him, and then I name dropped him on Twitter because I'm a whore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, he, and he gave me a shout So that was cool That is cool But DiMaggio was like Wow really you know him Yeah I know him well, I think you know, you know, if like, I had come in And been like Katie Seagal Talk to me about Matt Green <laughs> Yeah you know, yeah. Were you yeah. ever on the like, I have no idea yeah. I have so, no idea I don't talk to them I played it right You know but Yeah it was awesome Sadly that was the end Of my celebrity Good stories for the weekend yeah. That was the only celebrity besides brushing by some guy I didn't even notice. Yeah. Actually, we saw we saw uh, what's his name too, Machetti. Oh yeah, Danny, Danny Trejo. Danny, Danny Trejo. Trejo all four foot nine all of them. The guy he's is so tiny. It's a, it's amazing. And like half of them is white, white tube socks that yeah. go up to his freaking <laughs> go up to his I thighs. Because when you see him in movies, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's a jacked guy. Like he's cut. Oh yeah, and especially I mean. At his age, too. He's you know, 71 he's, years he's, old. But he's cut, you know what I mean? And even you go back into, you know, a few, you know, you go back 15 years to, like, um, from dusk till dawn and yeah. stuff like that. When he, he was jacked. When he was a that guy. But then guy you realize back in he the day. was jacked. He's fucking 5'1". <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they make him look so big. He's so tiny, you know what dude. I mean? they, he had a posse with him, too, man. He was... Was of course, when you're four foot nine, you need. You and they need were all that. chicks, though. Yeah. They were all. It was That's all it. chicks, you know. But I mean, honestly, he's an awesome guy. He, he seemed like guy. a really cool guy. He yeah. gave us a nod when we yep. walked past him. But yep. again, with the tube socks pulled up to his Dude. knees <laughs> and a wife beater. I mean, if this guy was wearing was a so blue funny. mesh tank top, <laughs> <laughs> or like in the colors of the flag of his country, <laughs> yeah, like he was walking around like a Mexican or like a Nicaraguan no flag. He couldn't have looked more stereotypically Hispanic. <laughs> he would have been complete. He would have been complete. He, I mean, if that guy, if he was trying to sell you like something on the subway, it wouldn't have surprised. No, no, I know. Like what? Like batteries? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, so but my day got worse. Uh, I they had a whole room of wrestlers. Yeah, because that's what you do. All excited. That's all you wanted. Well, I know. You know know something's wrong when you got to take wrestlers and sequester them. Yeah, because you know that they're trouble, and most of them are drug addicts or what, drunks or whatever. But I I figured, what the hell? Let me go check out the room of wrestlers. And if you know anything about my history with wrestling, one of the big groups that I always liked was the NWO. Yeah, you know Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and X Pac and well X Pac was later, but the point is they were all famous wrestlers. And I went up there and I was all ready to drop on hundred more dollars, good beer money, I might add. Yep, hundred bucks just to take a photo with these three jit bags. And the reason I call them jit bags is because I watched them talk to volunteers, young kids, college kids, volunteering, volunteering to be there just to get in the door because they don't have the money or they whatever yep. else they're helping out. They were getting them food and drinks and hand over fist. They were helping them out. And at one point, I heard the one sentence no celebrity should ever say, don't you know who I am? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she answered no. Because I have never... (laughs) And I say, fuck them. Yeah. So and I walked out and I said... What do you think, you keep us on? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that? (laughs) John DiMaggio? (laughs) Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. And, you know, I have no delusions here. I know that most wrestlers are pricks. You don't get into that business because life is working out for you. (laughs) But these guys have the ability to make a bunch of fans happy. All you have to do is pose a lot, maybe flex, maybe say something funny. And they didn't do it. And they made this poor girl feel like shit. So everybody stayed in line except for me. And I got out of line and the guy goes... you backed right out. I I was close too. I was probably third from going up there. And they were like, why why are you leaving? I'm like, because of that. And, yep. and I, a couple other people mentioned something on the way out. They were like, I'm glad you did that. Yeah. See, there's, there's, there's something. Uh, just to mention it, there's over 500 volunteers at this show yes. every year. Yep. Over 500. And these people are not getting paid. They get they get swag from everybody. Yeah, they get they they come they come we around. Do, and well, ask got, we donated donate stuff. all kinds. Yeah, of we stuff. donated. Yeah, I'm much. sure they really appreciated our koozies, koozies. Yeah. And stickers. <laughs> stickers. No, but, but everybody gives them something. But you know? how about this, Brad? How about if he was just playing his character? He wasn't being a douche. No, he wasn't. He no, was, he was being a douche. Cause he, fucking, because he is he. I mean, he's never had a character that was well not a heel. When you saw the look on the girl's face, you know that he wasn't in character. He's a he's got a notorious well, history. Of what this. was he saying about the other wrestler? The other I'm guy. Glad I wasn't oh, there. there was another wrestler, a guy named Nathan Jones, who didn't have a long wrestling career, but this guy's a powerlifter. The guy's fucking jacked. And he's yep. also like a kind of a hermit. So the fact that he was at this show was kind of a big deal. Yeah, so he's yeah. a quiet guy. And everybody, he had a big line. And sure enough, they had comments about that. And they're like, look at them all lining up for fucking Nathan Jones. Who the fuck is that guy? Don't they know who the fuck we are? Yeah. And and, and like the other guys. Apparently the they do. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds, I mean, I, I wasn't there to see it. I wish I was, but. Nah, fuck him. And you know what? I'm done with the wrestling thing. Like, I, I like wrestling. I'll watch it when yep. I can. But you won't see me spend another dime on this kind but of. Those, but those yeah. guys are old school wrestlers. They're still douchebags. New school wrestlers. I mean, yeah. new guys. Well, last they're not year was like Ric Flair. They're now not. it's just how many more of my well, childhood Ric Flair was there this year. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't just like quit watching wrestling. I'm not like quitting wrestling watching because wrestling. Of that. I'm just. They're going to be TV characters. Now. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to meet these guys anymore. Yeah. Last year, Ric Flair was a douche. This. How many more of my childhood heroes have to get ruined? Well, that's, 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 yeah, that's just that let it go. Yeah, that's what yeah. I. That's what I'm saying. Is the old school guys are like that? And maybe the new at 42. Guys maybe like it's that. time that I grew up and got new heroes. And ironically, 
Mike, I mean, you're my hero. No. I mean, ironically, <laughs> he's sitting there, don't you know who I am and why they at that guy's table? Look where you are. Look who's around you. Yeah, the people that are fucking paying your bills is who's not, around But you. not only that, look at the other stars that are around you. Mm. Way more well-known than you are. <laughs> you know? Yep. And, I mean, it's... It, I don't know, not man. The, there's not, no, too, no, not there, too many of there, them because fucking wrestling's huge, people. bro. There, no, I know. They're giant. well-known people. I get it. But there's a lot of people around you that are just in that crowd are yeah. way more well-known than you are. You know, and well, not 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 by know, me. But sad to say, but. well, no, you didn't know who Keith Sutherland <laughs> was, so that I know, null avoids no, everything that you're who, saying right now. <laughs> of course, I know who keeps. I didn't even see him. I didn't look at it. I didn't even see who was there. You almost bumped into I, him. I know. I didn't even notice. Didn't even, and then when you when you tapped me on the back, turn around and go to look. He was already in the elevator, yeah. so I had no idea. But I mean, it's you know the majority. Of the majority of the celebrities that are at these things, actually are very cool. Yeah, of course. And they treat the fans the way they they know that they know that's why they're there. So you know, ninety five percent of these people are good and treating people. I get, and you know, I I don't mean to like listen. If you're forty something, fifty something years old, and still known as a professional wrestler. There's a really good yeah. chance life is still not playing out for you. Yeah. Maybe you're a little bitter about that, but act. Yeah. You made your career acting in character. Well, think about exactly. it, too. So at, fuck those but guys. Let me tell you, at 40-something or 50 years old, and you're, and you're wrestling, and you're still into it, there's a reason for that. It's because they have nothing else. Most of them don't have anything the else. The Rock isn't too common. John Cena isn't too common. Most wrestlers yeah. are not going to be hosts on the Today Show. No. Yeah. Exactly. Or, 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 or the number one paid guy in Hollywood. Okay, let's be real. So some of these guys got lucky breaks. If these guys are in it thinking they're going to be any more famous than they are, they're fooling themselves. Yeah. Okay, you made your living by falling down. Especially when they so go around off. treating people like fucking dirt like that. People then, that aren't getting paid. That's, that's the fucking I thing mean, that you gets get me. People, Do they even know that? Yeah, no, it's true. So, like I'm saying, though, you know, 95% of these people are great, and they tr- and they treat their fans the way they should be. I mean, especially like, you know, Brian O'Halloran from Clerks and everything. You know, I got to meet him, and I asked him to do us a favor, and you know, and do a bump for us, and he did. And here it is. Hey, folks, this is Brian O'Halloran. You may know me from such great films as Clerks, Clerks Two, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Vulgar, Brutal Massacre, Clerks the Cartoon, and you're listening to. The Needless to Say podcast. Now get the fuck out of my sight with this harassment, man. You and your blurry picture story, and then you're like, I got this podcast. What is it? Everybody's got a podcast. Shit, man. I take podcasts in my dump. That is a nice man. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> A, man. It's like Fuck he knows a. you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> He's fucking, the guy is fucking awesome. Funny man. and He's rude. Such- I love it. I think you actually told this story on the show last year when we were talking about last year's Comic-Con. Yes. Because you, you had the blurry photo. I took a bl- I took a blurry photo. I paid for a photo with him. You know, I mean, it was it was like ten bucks. He, you know, he's awesome. He's not. You know, he doesn't go nuts. He's not. It was like ten dollars for a photo and and you know and the autograph and everything. So I got the autograph because I collect them. I've said that before, but I get the photo with him. And Clerks is one of my top five movies. I love that movie. You know, so to get that was just awesome. I was excited about it. So when I walked away. We hand, I handed my phone to someone else, the person behind me in line, and they took the picture. And I got the phone back, and I walked away, and the you know, crowd moves in. 
and I walk away and I look at it and I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. It was blurry. You couldn't see shit. I mean, it was so beyond blurry. It was insane. So I was like, what the fuck? So I'm like, "Ah, it was 10 bucks, whatever. I'm not going to go back and wait in this line again for another fucking half hour. I had other shit I needed to do. You know, <laughs> so, I had more money. So, I had more money I had to yeah, spend. Technically, so, the word need should never be. Yeah, used. there was nothing no. you needed. Yeah. Actually, I don't know that Craig no. might be the only person I know that needs to yeah. do stuff <laughs> at Comic Con. That happened so, to me too. You know, needs I, to spend I, I, money. The first one I went to with you, I went to the guy from the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, and the first picture I took with him looked like I was like getting corn out from between my teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't notice until I had already posted it to Facebook. I was just like, "Yeah, go." Yeah, and everybody's like, "What's up with your fucking face?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What naturally?" I'm like, "No, your smile." <laughs> no, what naturally? Yeah. And sure enough, but I went back to the guy right there, and I said, "Look, I took a picture with you earlier, and it sucked." Yeah, and he goes, "Show me," yeah. in his Scottish accent. He goes, "Show me." He goes, "Oh." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's like it blew his kilt right up. I mean, he just he looked at this fucking thing. He's like, "Oh, you're doing another one." Yeah. <laughs> so I I think they're cool like that. No, it was cool because I I waited a full year to go back. Brian O'Halloran well, was just fucking stupid, <laughs> and, I, and he saved the fucking picture on his phone for a year. I still had the picture. He on saved my phone. it, dude. He so kept when I showing. when I show, I just walked up to him. I said, "You know, Mr. O'Halloran." We took a picture last year, and it came out, and I said, here it is. And he looks at it, and he goes, you've had that on your fucking phone for a year. Fucking loser. <laughs> like, he's like, what the fuck I is wrong I saw that fucking picture, like, I, yeah. at least 30 fucking times. So he was like, right, he's like, let's, he's like, get over here. And we did it again. You know what I mean? And we took the pit, you know, we took the picture again. And it came out awesome. Oh, so that was last year. Now this so year, then this you year, approach him with a microphone. I approach him with a microphone. <laughs> and I tell him. I said, I know you're not going to remember me. You know, I said, obviously, you're not going to remember who I am. I said, but I, you know, I said, you were, so, you were a nice guy. You, you retook a picture with me that I had on my f- phone for a year that was blurry as hell. And he just starts laughing, you know. And then I asked him to do the bump, and he did it. And that was killer, but I can't wait for next year when he comes back again and you're met by his friends, cease and desist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was, I mean, he's a, he's a nice guy. He's an awesome guy. Well, he's not, he's not real Hollywood, you know, and I think that's what's cool. No, about. he's a down to earth. But he's yeah. always here. Yeah, he, he comes, well, he he lives three hours away. But if I was him, I, I or he lives if I was three you, hours I'd... away at this fucking address, and fucking yeah. Craig, knows, <laughs> Craig knows everything about him. He drives a blue car, and he <laughs> likes hot cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, I think we're getting a little long winded here. What, what happened on day three? Because day three, I think, is when day took, three was my favorite. Day three was great because. Everybody short of the Azores showed up. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Yep. So a couple of Azores. Everybody up, like in Mike's family showed up, and that was cool. We'll get that, to that. In a yeah, second. that was awesome. But I think day three was the first day I realized we were starting to get cocky. And I don't know if you agree with me. No, I agree with you. We started to get a little. There was a little like, swag yeah, and a little swagger in our step. But we were having, we had two days of just pure. I mean, like people constantly around yeah. the table, people coming back to the table, you know, and people that was successful us, and that didn't stop. It didn't stop over on, over. on the third day. No, it kept going. But I think we felt like we owned the joint because we were clearly getting more attention than everybody else in our row at that point. Yeah. 
And, you know, it's, it's real easy to say, oh, yeah, well, we got more attention than that. Well, everybody else was asking for money. Was was selling stuff. They were selling we something. That's yeah. We, we, we were literally just a place to hang out. Yeah. yeah. And Wayne was there again. That was cool. Wayne came by again. Yep. And, and then we yep. had our wrestling buddy stop by again. Yeah, but yeah, I think cool. we got a little arrogant. And, you know, I actually struck out with another celebrity, too. And it, this one hurt. Oh, More so yeah. than my childhood hero wrestlers. I know. Our hero. Her, the show's hero from last year, Joey Fatone. Yes. Was wandering the floor on day three. And he was kind of making the rounds. And I said, you know what? If we go up to him and say last year, we were just a little show with the, some dreams and hopes. And we came up to you and you recorded something right into our phone. And it was just so small and, and, and non-effective. This year we have a booth and we're right there and we're sitting there with microphones. Look how far you got us. Yeah. I thought maybe that would have inspired something. That's pretty much what I what I said to him, except for that last part. Except yeah. you were <laughs> holding a beer and wearing a fucking Vikings hat. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not a Vikings not a, not hat. Not a Vikings hat. A Viking helmet. A Viking oh, helmet. Yeah, yeah, big, yeah. big difference. And not the football. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. no, you had horns and shit. Yeah, yeah, but he, uh, yeah. Well, I asked him, you know, can you come over and say, you know, talk with us a little bit? And he was like, of he was course, like, oh, sure. yeah. But Giant I can't. Retarded guy will no, come over there. In a no, minute. that's not what he said. He's like, where's your handler? Get everybody <laughs> over here. She was trying on shoes. He was buying her shoes. Shouldn't somebody be? He was actually have... buying her shoes. He was like, "Which ones you want?" Get Not you his want. handler, yours. Yeah. Oh my hand. Yeah. He oh, was man, wondering man. when you were getting back to the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only handler I got is this freaking cool Batman belt that I got on the first day because my first belt <laughs> fucking frayed when Mike's I Mike's belt exploded. On. It just and busted. Then, <laughs> and then he had the to buy a new shredded. one. It was shredded already. Bro. And I tried so hard to get Mike to buy suspenders. I looked for him, man. Uh, but there was suspenders only one. in a Viking helmet would have sold it. We would have had the. <laughs> you would have been there in a second. No, Fatone shook my hand. He was very gracious. He but took a picture with my sister, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, and I just said He to grabbed him, her and was like, I would yeah. love to get you to do another round. Like, just something like, hey, this is Joey Fatone, and I'm still listening to Needless to Say. That'd How great, great would that have been, oh right? That would have yep. kind of put the cap on. We'd have left the man alone. Yeah. yeah. And maybe if I had paid 40 bucks for his autograph, he would have done it. I don't think... I don't. To be honest with you, I don't think he, he walked away from us... At, yeah, he <laughs> was. At, he ended up at that booth for a long time. Yeah, yeah. He spent and all his kinds of money. his assistant was telling him we have to go. Yeah, so that yeah. was that was the kicker. We got to meet up with Murr. Yeah, <laughs> probably yeah. is what's all going right. on. But do you know what? You know, do you know what that story doesn't fix? My broken heart. Yeah, yeah. Brad was devastated. Yeah, you know, since there were no other members of NSYNC there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was devastated for you, brother. I was actually at the booth while you guys were there. We were waiting. I'm like, to get please it, yeah. let him talk to him. Brad's like, you know, with his big sad eyes. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> it wasn't no, that bad. Please, Jesus no, Christ. that's how that's how it was. I mean, yeah, the only thing. I was there. I was there. You were there. I was. It would have sucked if, like, Wilfred Brimley was there and I went up to him and was like, hey, I'm also diabetic. <laughs> And, and he just said, "Fuck you, kid. I don't care." And most of this country's no fucking gummy bear in your mouth. Yeah, so in Injected me through a fucking fun dip. Yeah. Some fucking some oats. Quaker oats would have cured that prick. Eat some oats, kid. So that was that. But you know what? The one thing I didn't have was an awkward moment peeing next to Joey Fatone. Craig, can you say the same thing oh, about one of yours? Right. No, I can't. <laughs> that's right. Forgot about that. So there I was. At the urinal. 
so many, yeah. so many great books Just have picture, opened yeah. up with that. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so many great so fucking books. It was morning. <laughs> there was the Dude, bar had it open. Yeah. The bar hadn't opened yet. But uh, <laughs> I'm just in the Isn't this how Dean Koontz opened up everything? Yeah. <laughs> that fucking sea level Stephen King prick. And it was <laughs> yeah, nine bucks a year. All I could think was he had to he had to have gone bad because I'm sure they have their own bathroom. You know what I mean? Oh, like, definitely. They, they definitely do. But he just can't. But I was at the one right by our entrance you know, and yeah. exit. So he must have came in and was like, "Hey, I got to piss." You know what the thing man. is, Craig is is he was probably like at that elevator where we fucking yeah. saw that guy in the bathroom was right there. It was perfect. You so, know? yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm so I'm in there and all of a sudden, uh, you know, and this was pretty good. It was thank God I had drank a couple of beers because I would have just been silent. <laughs> But beers are what got you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So probably what got him there too. So at this point, so I'm sitting there, and, and this guy walks on the side of me, and I just like out of the corner of my eye look, and I'm like, "Holy fuck, it's MacGyver! <laughs> it's, Rich, it's Richard Dean Anderson, and he's on the side of me. <laughs> you got a piece and, of gum and paper clip, and I'm like, yeah. So I'm standing there, and I, you know, it just came. I'm like, well. This is a story to tell. <laughs> like, it's not every day you pee on the side of a childhood icon. Yeah. And he goes, no, it's not. I guess, it's like, no, I guess it's not. <laughs> Should have known something was up when he pulled his fly down with a paper clip. Yeah. <laughs> his fly went down, both his hands were in the air. <laughs> Check this out. But, you know, so it was just so funny. So I said that and he was like, yeah, no, I guess it's not. <laughs> And um, I think you should do that every time you're in a men's room now. Yeah. So this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Not every day. Just next to a childhood don't, icon. Don't get me wrong. The whole time I said it, I kept code. My my head was straight down. Like I was not looking. And I immediately just turned around and walked. To the, I didn't say anything else. So washed my hands, walked out. There was a security guard with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I, I washed my hands. I walked right out. And then immediately stormed towards the booth. These <laughs> guys, I just beat near my guy. <laughs> you didn't even wash your hands, did you? Huh? No, of course I did. That place is disgusting. I would. Oh my god, that. the smell! That fucking place. Well, it just smelled like the bathroom is gross. Like somebody died taking a shit and was done taking a shit and was dead for like six days. And, and then somebody shit on top of him. Yes. But then, I had it. It was the worst. I kind of had another run in like that where I made, I made someone laugh while they were drinking out of a bubbler, and then realized it was a fucking, uh, and realized it was a television star. Nice. Because I walked out of the back again through through you know I walked through the security area. I go out the back to go out the door to have a cigarette, and they have. A, a water fountain out there. <laughs> Thank you for calling it that. <laughs> well, Bubbler, have, bubbler's a stupid yeah, fucking term. Yeah, it is a dumb word. So there's a water fountain. But so they, there's a girl <laughs> leaning over the water fountain and another girl holding her hair. And she's drinking. So as I walked by, I said, wow, I've seen that before, but never at a water fountain. <laughs> and and the, the girl drinking at the water fountain just like stops and starts laughing. She's like, like, oh my God. Like, oh, and you know, and she laughs. She's like, that's so funny. And she said it in this British accent, and I look right at her, and I'm like, "Oh my God, that's the girl from Marvel: Agents of Shield." Um, Her- Heritage, her last name is. Uh-huh. I think it's um, Henridge. Henridge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, beautiful, beautiful woman. She's gorgeous. 
but she uh but it was just so funny i made her laugh and she and then so then later on in the day i went upstairs and i saw her and she remembered me and i asked her to do a bump for the show and she said yes but her hand was and then immediately her it was like you can't she was like no you can't contract contract well, yeah. And then she looked at me and she said, I'm sorry. And I, right away, I was like, no, I got it. I was like, no, no problem. I yeah. said, thank you for even th- considering it. Yeah. Really? Because even right away, she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, no, don't be sorry. That's a big ask. And that's it. You We're know, acting like you- consummate pros. Yeah. We walked around there like we own the fucking joint. And yeah. you were like, nah, I don't need your. Well, yeah. fucking, <laughs> res- well fucking, we, we respected. Shove that up Disney's ass. <laughs> the fucking, you know, yeah. we had a great time and we had no fucking, no, no yeah. bullshit because we respected everyone. Yeah, exactly. From, from the guy fucking, that poor bastard cleaning the fucking toilets in the bathroom. Yeah. To the bartender. Well, to the what, I mean, I don't want to get on a bathroom discussion, but we probably should clarify what we were talking about. The stench that came out of that men's room. God, it was, it was like horrendous. being at the like a ghetto beach in August. It, it smelled like it, it was perpetual low tide in there. And I realized what it was. If you take a bunch of people in costume in a crowded room, yep. the smell's already going to be bad just based on BO, B-O and yeah. questionable cheese. bathing habits. Yeah, cheese. There's got there's yeah. like different. Then you see what they eat. <laughs> yeah, and I'm talking More about cheese. them like they're a species different than ours. <laughs> But well, in many ways, they are. Well, we're yeah. close, but they are different species. The amount of tater tots <laughs> no. that were consumed over the course of this weekend. Oh, my God. Tater tots, chicken nuggets. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Everything starving. brown and fried was there. And then they had that unlimited soda thing where yeah. you buy like a $12 mug or Stein. If 12. You yeah. Those things were like 35 no, they're bucks. Like, they're like 30 bucks. All right. But then everybody felt the need to get their money's worth. So <laughs> exactly. you, put, you give kids enough fucking Mountain Dew. They're going to shit thunder. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. It's what? the only venue I've ever been to where there was no line at a urinal, but lines at every shitter. Yeah. Because yep. everybody had fucking diarrhea from the way they eat. Yeah. Constantly. No, it was horrible. We, I mean, we saw that kid. What, that kid walked by with two sodas in his hand. Yeah. And it was nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I was like, it's nine in the morning. You're fueling that up. Kid's if it, drinking if it, Mountain Dew. If now, the listen, bar was open at nine in the morning, we'd, we'd have beers. Because again, Candy Boy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> you, you're just you, you, you're you're just an older version of them. <laughs> you've just toned down a bit. Maybe you're not pounding Mountain Dew at nine a.m. But no. you know what? By lunchtime, you've like six Snickers into your day. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. Kit Kats, the fuck again. I'll the say voice. it. Fuck you all. <laughs> I, when you guys get diabetes, I am going to stand up and cheer. It is going to be like a rousing applause when you get diabetes. No, I'm going to laugh. Dude, and mo- you already have Brad, it, so shut up. No, fuck you, man. <laughs> no, I quit. I quit candy. But just you know what? You. We're, uh, just for you, brother. I we're did. getting on, I but did. we had some highlights. So it's, I think it's about time maybe we we put some light on some of these people that we were. Is that how we're we closing did? out day three? I hope you all get diabetes. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's how I pretty much went. I pissed on MacGyver. That's yeah. pretty much how it went. And yeah. then Brad hopes everybody's got yeah. diabetes. <laughs> Comic-Con 2018, that's a wrap, yeah, folks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, we shit. had some highlights, Craig. I'm sorry, man. Nah, you know, we got... Uh, we got some cool interviews. What? We got some cool interviews. No, we got, we got some stuff, but we got... I mean, we got the people that came to our table. That was why we were... That was yeah. the best part of it. That was it. the highlight of the week. That was the highlight of the week. And I mean, we had people tell, you know, doing beatbox, doing Chewbacca growls. And doing uh, the Yo Mama jokes that were all fucking horrible. 
Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. When Honestly. You, when you're on a computer 90 hours a day, learn some new jokes. Yeah. Learn some new Yo Mama jokes. Because we heard, that's why even the Yo Mama jokes, I, it, we, we didn't have a lot of people land on that. It was only a handful. It was like five or six, I think. Yeah, and we heard five or six of the same of jokes. The same. Yeah, there was There's two that were different. Ones, yeah. Three of them were the same, exactly the same. And one, one was, was one really was different. different. One <laughs> was very different. <laughs> we all know what we're talking about. Yeah. Shell, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get into that. So why don't we do those first? Yeah, let's do that. So here's the Yo Mama, the Yo Mama jokes from Rhode Island Comic Con 2018. And if they sound the same. We warned you. <laughs> I only know one your mama joke, and it is your mama's so dumb that she studied for a blood test. Your mama's so fat, she sat on a rainbow and a skittle popped out. Your mama's so fat that we asked the immortal dragon to make her skinny, and he said, that is beyond my power. Your mama's so fat, when she stepped outside, she got arrested for mooning. Yo, 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 your mama is so heavenly that when she gets to heaven, they need to reserve space for her. All right. I think the beatboxing was a little better. The beatboxing, the beatboxing was better. Right, well, we had, we had definitely, it wasn't good. We definitely no. had a couple of surprises in no. there. We'll, we'll, sure. we'll build to that. Okay, yeah, but yeah. The first ones we heard were typical. You know, basically, if, if a skinny white kid shows up in a Spider-Man costume, <laughs> <laughs> and you're expecting to drop some fat beat, <laughs> you know, like seriously, like just it's this sick mic dropping moment where just the room just starts crushing. No, that's not going to happen. No, but you will get spit on the microphone. No, no, we, no. We, we noticed that. We just, yeah. we just burned that shit. Yeah, yeah. That a, um, the beatboxing was a little bit better, though, in, and except for the end one, which was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yes. it was. And I've never been prouder to be a T-Mobile customer. Yep. yep. So, uh, Craig, why don't you uh, drop those sick beats right now? All right. I don't know about you, but I feel like dropping some acid right now. Right now. Right now. We're at a rave right now. Okay, hold on. Breakdown. Yeah. No. Nice. Good deal, bro. There we go. There we go. As my grandmother would say, oh, shit. <laughs> Derek, put, get it closer. Do it. Hit it again. We want to hear it. Yeah, he's doing it. T-Mobile. play the Chewbacca growls? I'm not sure I want to. It was you know what we should do? As a, you as know, a, 
We gotta play the Chewbacca growls. Come on, man. As a, Let's just as do a, it as one growl. As a Comic Con, that's what I'm gonna do. The, I'm, we're not introducing anybody because I don't want to embarrass them because they have disgusting Chewbacca growls. <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna compile all of the Chewbacca growls into one Chewbacca growl yes. and play it. Yes. I like that. Good idea. I like. I think we had one or two good ones. We had one that's not gonna get played based on what I said on the yes. show. Oh yeah. Um, but overall, no. Honestly, Comic Con. The this best is all you do. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna compile them all except for one, and we're gonna let it. And we're gonna let that one on its own because it was the best one we got, and it was done by a seven year old girl. Yeah. Yes. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. It was and incredible. That's, so that's yeah. it. She's gonna get her own. She should win the prize because the people that won the prizes still haven't gotten back. Yet. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing we got to do. Uh, you know, you guys get back to us because uh, by the next episode, those prizes those are prizes be going, going out to the to next other per- people. The next people will draw I will again. Be, we still have. Fuck that! I will be eating Darth Vader waffles. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have. We still have the jar. We still have the raffle tickets. You know, and we'll just draw again, and that's it. All right. So, let's hear some Chewbacca. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I was puked on the microphone. <laughs> now, if only that was the best Star Wars moment, right, of the day. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, no, R2 came later. Yeah. Mike just yelled that from the bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) But we actually had a guy who we weren't sure what to think of Al when he showed up. Because he came to us dressed like a Jedi. And he actually, we said, hey, what's your name, man? And he goes, my Jedi name or my real name? And I said, I'm going to leave now. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I I don't want to be here because he's large and scary. Yep. Um, But we ended up giving him the benefit of the doubt, and he made it worth our while. And I will say this. I will never look at intergalactic race relations the same way again. Never. This was the best. And also, if you ever out in a galaxy far, far away and you stumble across a Popeye's chicken, now you know why. Now you know why. Where should I start? What's the biggest What's the biggest racist thing about Star Wars? Okay, well, oh, let's see. The most racist thing about Star Wars is, so you know that most of the characters or most of the black characters from Star Wars come from one fucking planet. No, I didn't know. <laughs> Did that. you know that? No. It's in the books. It, 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 it's, it is in the books. It's in the books. It, it is in the books. It's in the books. So, uh, Mace Windu, and pretty much like all black people from the Star Wars come from one planet. They're called Coronai. Yep. Yeah, read I've that shit up. Yeah, that. Guess what? They got it. They got executed. Ain't that some history <laughs> shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not like real history, don't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Wonder why Mace Windu became a Jedi. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure he was a slave first. Yeah. <laughs> George, Lucas, George Lucas just wrote history. That's all he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it went too far from the galaxy. It was just real life. Okay, thank, right, you, right. thank you, George Lucas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, motherfucker. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. And then what, what kills me is the, is the chicken. Yeah, porks. That was porks or fried chicken. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, right. <laughs> Out of the whole galaxy far, far away, you trying to tell me now they want to have fried chicken. Yeah, yeah. Kidding, right? <laughs> How many episodes did it take them to, you know? Right. Oh, right, oh, right, right. Did they right. Do that 
And Chewie sitting, and what kills me, Chewie sitting there, you know, about to eat this shit, like, it's some delicious fried chicken. And the little thing on that you ate, you gonna eat my mama? Yeah, no my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would look at him like, yeah, delicious. And you're gonna be dinner. <laughs> like, eat you too, little man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, so everybody like fried chicken now, right? Yeah. Okay. So does everybody like fried chicken when the, the Popeyes lady pop out? You know. Like, <laughs> you don't love my fried chicken. Yeah. You don't love my pork. <laughs> You, my you, have, you have my pork, but, actually? Have you tried my some honey barbecue pork? Deep Louisiana spicy <laughs> pork. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't love my pork. You have anything my pork? Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for it to pop out in a movie. Dude, like so, if funny. I see any black character in Star Wars eat a pork, I'm gonna be like, I'm done. <laughs> done. Done. You know, but make it bad. They had Chewie do it, right? Yeah. They had Chewie do it because if they had any like. Yeah, if, it was if like they had Lando eating there, eating some pork, like, and if they ever do another solo movie, yeah. and and Lando's in there eating some pork, I'm be like, I'm fucking I'm done. Fucking yeah. done. <laughs> I'm all done with Star Wars. No. So what you gonna do? What you gonna do, Charles Gambino? Charles Gambino. <laughs> or, 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 I'm sorry, his name Donald Glover. What you gonna do right now? Charles Gambino. You gonna you gonna cook this pork and you gonna eat this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, you gonna eat, you gonna eat, you gonna eat pork. Why does it look like chicken? It's a pork. It's not chicken. It's a pork. Yeah. <laughs> that was absolutely. I am so happy. You are. What's your name you again? Yeah, you are the I'm first Al. guy. Al. Al. You are officially Al. the first guy to record at Comic Con for needless yes, to are. say. Yes. And we want to thank. We can't thank you. We want to thank you very man. much. So now I, I I look at Star Wars in a whole new light now. Yeah. <laughs> there was racism in the galaxy far, far away. Fuck, yeah. Man, I didn't realize <laughs> it. it transcends boundaries. Yeah. No, he was fucking great, man. We had a fucking lot of fun awesome, with him because it went on after, too. Yeah, he was funny as hell. But then there was funny. The, the funny thing was, you know, we started seeing these costumes. Second day was the costumes were, in, yeah. were insane. Yeah. And we had this one person that came by and it just stuck out to me because it was exact there was no differentiating from the television show to what this costume was except for scale and it was this woman dressed as a fraggle oh my god yeah that's right. and it was, was awesome. spot on well yeah in terms of a life-size fraggle yes this woman nailed it. And we had no idea what this woman looked like. Yeah, yeah. no, we didn't. She could have been 90. Yep. Yeah. I wouldn't have known any better. Probably couldn't have held up that giant I see head. her. She was walking around with the with the thing after. But, but. I, I mean, I said coming into this, I'm going to make fun of people for wearing these costumes. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly and here it is. Happened. But, yeah, we will give you 10 free tickets. No nonsense. No wheel spinning. No if nothing. You sing the Fraggle Rock. Sing the Fraggle Rock theme song for us. <laughs> Please. I don't know it. Okay, I just, I'd like to remind you of something. The way you're wearing a giant fraggle costume, yeah. singing the theme song will be the least ridiculous part He's of your day. Just singing it. Yeah, there we go. Ready? Yep. Dance your cares away. Worries for another day. Let the music play. Yeah. Work your cares away. <laughs> <laughs> Play for another yeah. day. Let the fraggles play. Down to fraggles.
Awesome. All right. <laughs> She's still going. She's still going. 12, tic 12 tickets. 12 tickets. I got to hand it to her. She did a good job. Yeah. She was a good sport. She was. She was. She was. Awesome. I mean, her husband was there staring me down, and I'm like, "Are you actually going to try to look tough with?" He her? was dressed as a doozer. Yeah, he had, he had doozers on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was cool though. They, yeah, I mean, they were, they were. I guarantee really cool. you, she had doozers up inside of her later that night. She stripped she down to everything but that giant know. head. Yeah. <laughs> But nah, she was a good sport. It was cool. I'm sorry I made the fuck joke, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get that's her us. Next. Yeah, we that, haven't got, we haven't done that tonight. No, we have sorry, not. Sorry, had to be you. Fuck no. shit. Fuck. 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 Fraggles. Cops. Yeah. Fucking fraggles. Uh, but you know, one thing we talked about week in and week out, every time we promoted this, and it was on the end of every episode. And we thank you all for sticking with us, despite the fact that we repeated the same script about Comic Con. For the last eight weeks. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, you know, Craig is a comic book junkie. Mike, to a certain extent, but really Craig. Craig is the collector. He's the enthusiast. And I am. He, he's been saying to me on and off the air for months, I just got to get up and down Artist Alley. Because he wants to meet the guys behind the comic books he yes. loves so much. And there were some really big names, as far as I know. Yes. And that was cool. Craig, did you really get to Artist Alley? No, you didn't. For a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and then I tried and, Well, you had to... <laughs> you, Craig kind of had to avoid Artist Alley. And let's preface the story. It's day one. <laughs> so we weren't even reaching that third day level of cockiness yet. This no, was day no, one. No, no, was... What we did was we reached a normal Friday night's <laughs> level of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, yes, we did. We're in a parking garage. My and, filter was off. Oh, your filter. <laughs> if that's all that was off. Yeah, uh, that, there was a lot more than We're that. in a parking garage. Oh. Nerds are leaving by droves. We're all heading to our cars. We left fairly quickly. We got out. And we're on a crowded, crowded elevator with children and women and people who don't want to hear a whole lot. Craig is making jokes at every stop. <laughs> <laughs> and this was not the express elevator we caught the local yeah. <laughs> and every stop on the way down so we're getting to i guess level four yeah, yeah. and this giant giant man this mountain of a man huge. he was huge <laughs> and and we, I, I think we talked about it in some of the audio but yeah whatever we're gonna do it again craig decided <laughs> <laughs> that this large black man wasn't getting on this elevator. I love the way you say no decided. Way, man. <laughs> well, there was no room. No. Okay, for any of them. But Craig just looked at this large black man and the five white posse members that he had with him <laughs> and leaned in and said, no, they can get on, but you can't. Now, Craig was clearly making a fat joke. Yeah. Which is a weird enough thing to do to somebody you literally just met as the doors open. <laughs> did we did we mention that this, this big giant man was African American? I did call him yes. a black oh, man okay. six times. Thank oh, you, Mike. Okay. All right. But, but anyway, while <laughs> so this guy is looking at Craig, going, "What do you mean you can't get on, but they can?" He's surrounded like they're like his moons. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's got five white moons around him, <laughs> and this guy's got his own you know, weather system and he's just <laughs> hanging out there. There's a large black guy and Craig goes, you can't get on. <laughs> there was no way he was getting on that. All right. Outlet. But have you paid attention to any news outlet in the last two years? <laughs> <laughs> this might not be the best culture for separating. No, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, they just, can get on, but you can't. That was not can. my intention whatsoever. Yeah. Well, again, I've seen 
people beaten up for lesser bad intentions yeah. <laughs> or good intentions. But that was them. not what I was getting at. He was gigantic. Yeah, and the, but the best part of the moment wasn't that Craig basically made a giant racist Trump thing. <laughs> it's when he extended his hand and said, hey, man, I'm just fucking around. And this guy is saying, no. Flip me off. No, he didn't flip off. you off. He screamed into a elevator full of children and women. Fuck you, man. And I, yeah. And I laughed as the door shut. <laughs> oh, he he had his fucking finger extended, and Craig was laughing at his ass, <laughs> both at the same exact time as the lighten, door closed. It was like a fucking movie. I mean, so well, yeah, funny. you lighten the moment for everybody <laughs> yeah, in the elevator the that was thankful that yeah, there wasn't going to be a beating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you t- totally lightened the moment for the elevator. The guy would have murdered me. <laughs> he would have breathed on you, and it yeah. would have been over. Yeah, oh, but you could have you could have ran like fucking. Like Brad said, fucking. He would have been like fucking Michael Myers. You could have run, and he would have just walked at a deliberate <laughs> pace <laughs> and still caught you. Um, but you're probably wondering why did I mention Artist Alley and then bring this guy up? <laughs> Had this guy just been a guest, like a, 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 somebody coming an to attendee, the show, an attendee yeah. of the show on a one day pass, this would have all been forgivable. No, oh yeah, Craig had to duck the fuck out of the way because our booth look directly into Artist Alley. And if you craned your neck just right, you saw this guy, comic book artist, large black man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He was a fucking comic If you really artist. wanted to make eye contact from our booth to his in a giant convention center. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right the irony. Yeah. So Craig all weekend kept hanging out in the corner of our booth. Yeah. There was ducked in the corner and he kept using the guise of, well... I'm going to stay on the laptop because just in case we have to record it yeah. any moment. And what he was really doing was basically Avoiding hiding being murdered. Side. I feel <laughs> bad for yeah. him though, man. You know, he, he goes there for that shit. You know, the artist alley and I was gonna go over and apologize. Oh, and that was advised not to. Yeah. No, I think I think it would have been a good idea. I, it would know? have been fun for us. And he he would have slapped you with his ankle fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, sounded like maracas walking down the hall. Oh my god, it was so bad. It was so bad. Cackle, I, couldn't, cackle, cackle. I couldn't help it. My filter was gone at that point. Oh, you were fucking wrecked. And the wrecked. door opened, and he... The, that's what you didn't start with. As soon as the door opened, he goes, <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, that, man. Yeah, the yeah. elevator was full. And I was like, well, you ain't getting in here. Like, well, you ever, they will. Well, you ever go to Target, and then instead of using a cart, carry 450 pounds of shit on your back? <laughs> Because that's what he was doing each and every day of his life. So when an elevator finally arrives in a parking garage on a rainy night, after all day of pretending to like people, yeah, you kind of want to just get on that fucking elevator. First of all, he wasn't getting on our elevator if half of us were in there. Because there is a stated weight limit. I just had to point it out. He was big. I I nearly called him Kamala. Okay, <laughs> he was big. He was big. He was but this bigger. guy was unfucking believable. He was a dick. You were a bigger dick. Yeah, and you I were, was. And I you, apologize. I, you know what? That's cool. But Craig, the racism stands. The bro. racism stands. It had nothing to do. It had with nothing that. to do with race. And no, I. It, was, it had everything stupid. to do with size. In my head, I will always see it as a racist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brad, right away, Brad was like, "Jesus I know, Christ!" I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think that. What if I told you from day one, perception is reality? Yeah. The perception there was, "Hey, you, 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 and you can get on." 
But not you, Cochise. Not you, yeah. big man. No, you can't get on, you large. I mean, this like, looked like a giant black thumb. I guess yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I understood it. I think yeah, I, did. A, a giant black thumb. When you're honest. When your neck is wider it. than the circumference of the top of your head. <laughs> Right. Consider growing hair. That wasn't his neck. Yeah. Those that was his tits. Oh Fucking they were all pushed up onto but his yeah, fucking shoulders. Eno- all right. Enough enough of that embarrassing moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can actually ding 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 ding. Those are the listeners dropping off. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Craig was the good one. Right? What the hell, man? I just I cracked a joke at oh, the Comic Con not for you. There's a there's a place in the time. I hit neither one of those targets. <laughs> when that you're drunk said, and on when, an elevator, when are you making your stand-up debut? <laughs> <laughs> Since you showed us what your timing is like. <laughs> know your audience. Yeah. Know your audience. He's yeah. got the, he, he fucking knew his audience and his timing was perfect. I'll tell you that. Because <laughs> I was in that crowd and it was fucking great. I would have paid to see it again. Shouldn't you be crying because Jeff Sessions got fired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Sessions. Anyway, uh, we no. did get Fuck some him. good interviews. We Thank we tried to make gone. up for it emotionally and morally. Yeah, and yeah. We had we a did. very good interview with uh, Vortex Man, Vortex Man, and, and the creator yes. of Vortex Man. That was awesome. Great time. Yeah, we uh, met with the creator of a great comic book called Vortex Man, and the creator's name is Isaac Schwecky. It's got a great message to it. It really does. It is. It's got a great message. The artwork is great. Yeah, the it's char- old school. Yeah, and it's a it's fun read. It's, it's it, fun. Even I could say that. Yeah, like, no. And from you, my childhood, I remember. Yeah. I called it out right away like that. And, and like right away when I looked at it, I thought the same thing. I, that's why I liked it. It does have the old school look Because Mike it. knows, I like a lot of the older stuff yeah. more than anything. I mean, I love the new stuff. It's incredible. But I liked the older stuff. It was There was something about it. Yeah. And Brad right away said... Wow, this is kind of like old school art. And yep. right away, I was like, yeah, and it's fucking awesome. I love it. And the story is good. The character development is good. Well, what's the premise? But I mean, Vortex premise, Man is, is an eco-friendly superhero. Eco-friendly superhero. And I, I think we're not doing it justice, but basically no. the idea is this character was born of trash. But there's, yes, and but there's more of, it's not just him. It's like a team yeah. of them. And then a team of villains. And they did a great job with the way they did that stuff. And I'm going to let Isaac explain it. I think that's a good call. And it was a great interview. We want to thank Isaac. Yeah. Thank you so much, bro. All right. So we're here with Isaac Schwecky. It's day three, Rhode Island Comic Con. And we're just now getting to comic book artists. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because we're we're that good. (laughs) And Isaac is the creator of Vortex Man. Which is actually really cool. I like the um, the fact that it's tackling an issue that is a huge problem, is waste and putting a message on, you know, recycling, stuff like that. And, but what was actually, what made you decide to say, you know what, let me write a book about this? You know, Greg, that's, uh, thanks for, you know, having us today. I uh, really appreciate ab- that. Absolutely, um, of course. We're trying to get our awareness out there. It took place uh, four years ago. It was up in Situate in Humrock Beach. I have a house up there with my wife. And we're walking the beach after a storm, and there was a tube of toothpaste, and it had AIM toothpaste. And uh, I'm a little bit of background about me. I'm in the um, consumer product world, uh, health and beauty aid, so forth like that. Yeah, My company's yeah. in the recycling business, so uh, we put together carbon footprints for companies. So there I'm walking the beach, and I see a tube of toothpaste AIM, and 
all of a sudden there's little nibble bites all around it and I turn on the back and it says Cheeseboro Ponds. Well, Cheeseboro Ponds hasn't been in business for over 20 years. Wow. That's a problem. That's a, yeah. And I said, holy mackerels, this has been floating out there, hon, for 20 years. And um, I always loved the entertainment business. Uh, I have relatives, family in the entertainment business. Um, but uh, what really uh, impacted me was the environment because we cannot sustain the way we're going. Uh, we've become a disposable society. Uh, I actually spoke today on the DEP, uh, not today, uh, two weeks ago at the DEP in Connecticut. Uh, what we need to do, and it has to be pushing back on the manufacturers. So in the meantime, what we've done is becoming a disposable society. Every one of our characters are attached to a product. So, for yep. instance, we have the Origamist. Uh, right now, we're, we're almost done with Kern Filterberg. He's made out of uh, cigarette butts. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got General D Straw made out of the drinking straw. Sure, yeah. So um, that's what really inspired me to do this is just, let listen, guys, let's make an awareness of everything we do, everything we touch and uh, let's attach a character to it so we think twice before we buy our new cell phone. Everyone wants the newest iPhone, I don't even know what number we're at yeah. anymore, you know? And, the, uh, and, it, and we cover Exabyte, which represents e-waste, and so it talks about that, so that's how we got into it. Yeah, and I mean, that's great because, I mean, someone like me, like, you know, the ocean thing, when you said that, to me, resonates because I'm, um, I used to be an aquarium hobbyist. Oh, wow. Um, reef aquarium stuff like that and I really got into the reef and I never everything I did was was cultured stuff yep. I never I never purchased anything that was taken from the environment yep. you know what I mean and I always kind of felt like I was saving something yeah you know what I mean it was it, because it is it's horrible right. you can see what's going on in the world with the, you didn't the need reefs. it you didn't need that that coral no there's no need to the, take that from the environment no unless you need no to need. live off of it and if not leave it there and you know? if not leave it right. there you know what I mean right. so and I kind of got away from it because I felt that the, that industry was doing that. There's too yep. many people doing that. Yep. And as much as I loved it, it it's hurting the environment. Right. You know, and then to see, you know, that Vortex Man comes out of the, the Pacific patch, uh, yep. you know, the the patch and that that's unbelievable. The yep. fact that there's something in the ocean that big yeah. floating around out there that's just trash. Yes. It's roughly uh, the size it, of New York City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. actually, it's, yeah. it's um, you can fit all the garbage in Texas two times. That's that, how bad, it, bad wow. it is. And by the year 2050, um, for every uh, one ton of fish, you're going to have two ton of plastic. So basically, the plastic's going to outweigh the fish. Wow. Yeah, it's bad. That, that's and, you incredible. know, you talk about, Greg, not to drug you, but you talk about the whole reef. We actually have three characters that... Uh, we dealt, developed this year with everything that's happening with the attack of the reef. Yeah. Um, we got Spora, and uh, she um, is basically the algae that is destroying the whole the, the whole uh, corals and so yeah. forth, uh, which has been affected by the vortex manserum that's sitting in that whole Pacific patch. Uh, we've got a character with the micro beads. People don't realize when they use their body wash, sometimes it has the beads. Well, those yeah. beads end up in the ocean. So we have a character for that. So again, we are really attaching every item that we're using, every aspect to, again, bring awareness. I mean, we're becoming overpopulated, but we want more and more. Well, let's think twice. Let's think yeah. twice about yeah. it. Yeah. And there's ways, there's ways around making everything out of plastic. Yeah. You know, and doing all this stuff. So it's, I mean, it's a, it's a great, great message. Um, the art is fantastic. Yep. You know, um, the story is, that, you know, I was reading through it, and I, I'm liking it already. Yep. So I'm definitely going to ask you to sign these before oh, you are. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, you know, Greg, the artist, we actually have been very blessed. 
Um, I'd like to say thank you so much to Aiken and Garvey. I don't know if you're familiar with Aiken and Garvey. Uh, they inked for Iron Man. They worked uh, for Vision Comics. They did some work with Transformers. So they're very old school. So as you look at our our whole like background it's kind of like the 50s type of look and so it does have an old school vibe yeah and i haven't read comic books in years which is probably a cardinal sin to say that at comic-con yeah but i I really haven't been into them in years and i I immediately went back to that old school aesthetic and i do like that about yeah Yeah. but actually that kind of leads into my my question yeah you know you're at a comic-con right now where most of the comics that are considered the best the heroes are the ones that are bigger better and more destructive Mm -hmm. what has the response been to a, a character that's about saving and not destroy well that's a really great uh, question you know um, you know we are destroying we're destroying our environment well so, I meant the character the, so yeah, with the characters yeah. come in the characters are bringing that awareness of let's not destroy right so yeah. again we do have our villains you know that waste who loves to spread garbage uh, we've got Miss Gum is another example when people don't realize when you, you throw your gum out, you know, oh, I'm going to a meeting. Let me throw my gum out by the bushes. Well, it goes down the drain. So, um, again, the awareness and the, the, the way the superheroes are set up, we have our good villains, our good guys who fight the bad guys, which are the people that are most or most of the products that um, cannot be recycled. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how has the response been from people here, though? Oh, they love it. Okay, People great. are just like, they can't believe it. We've sold, we went indie. We have not went with any distributors yet. Um, we just kind of put in stuff on uh, Amazon for the last couple years, and we've been to Boston Comic-Con, won an award in 2016 in Boston Comic-Con. Uh, yeah, so which was nice. Uh, so we're just kind of doing it slowly. We sold out in Israel, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, we have the Fukushima Dynamo coming out next year it's gonna be an epic story uh, there's eight new characters being introduced uh, again General Destraw will be there Admiral Met netting who's make made out of all the fishing nets that are tangled in the ocean yeah. we got styro for all the styrofoam that's in the ocean um, we've got um, a whole it's just a whole slew of people uh, slew of people that are gonna be in there uh, new characters that we're introducing good and bad um, and it's gonna be in manga and it's going to be in Japanese, oh, and it's cool. going to be in English as well. Very cool. Yeah, yeah that's so really getting awesome. that awareness out there. So, well, that actually answered yeah. my next question. Yeah. What's next? Are yeah. we we looking into maybe animation? Are we looking into items? You like know, that? Um, I, I we got good news this week. We are signing with a new mobile uh, company that is a whole new startup uh, mobile app, and what they want to do is they want to take all of our characters and attach it to the products that we are eating and using on a day-to-day basis. So that's going to be great. So you're going to be able to go to a store and you can go shopping and it'll pinpoint you where in the store there's Agro, Agro, who spreads GMOs. She was captured by, I can't say it on the air, who that company is, but spreads GMOs. And then you got Billy Mac that was affected by GMOs. So when you go down the aisle and you're looking for a GMO product, Billy Mac will pop up. Then it could be a cost savings. Then you can have body armor that can go for that. Uh, yeah, and um, so if you're looking, obviously, if something is non-GMO, that's where Agro will come up. If yeah. you're looking uh, for glass products, uh, Glass Ghost will come up. Um, origamas for paper. Yeah, yeah so I it's actually really... took the app to the snack bar here at the vet, and it blew up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right, right. So, that's yeah. That's and it's a cradle to grave, so it's going to mat. Uh, it will end up happening is whatever product you buy from the UPC list, what's on your um, your receipt. Well, then when you're done with it, it'll ping you and say, if you're when you're done, you can go to the app, 
I'm done with it, ping it, it'll tell you what to do with that product in that area, if it's a one through seven to recycle, or it can be composted, whatever, and then if you decide to do that, say yes, you click it, and maybe that manufacturer will get back rebates, or whoever the participating person that will be uh, within That's that mobile really application. That's really cool. So it's really unique. Yeah, yeah. That is, yeah. It's, it is, it's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Especially in the in this, this culture has actually come up so much, yes. too. You know, um, before it was, you know, everybody was quiet. Everybody was into comic books. It was right. very quiet right. and tucked away right. and did it. And but now it's so mainstream. It's yes. become so mainstream and very vocal. Yeah, and and vocal that I mean, not this is where it works. This is where it's at, you know? Craig. Because you know, you, I'm just tired of the spinoffs of you know the new Spider-Man that looks this way, the new Batman that looks this yeah. way. Well, you know what? Here's something that's totally different. I had a little kid come up to me yesterday. And he's like, "What? What universe he's from? Where, where's Vortex Man?" From. And I'm like, he's from the planet we live in, yeah. Earth. And we are destroying Earth. So when you go out with your parents tonight and you go out to eat, think twice when you want a straw. You don't need to have a straw. Well, why is that? Because do you know that we waste 500 million straws on a day-to-day -day basis? That's a problem. Start. Let's start with the children. And that's what this whole message is, is starting with the children. That's why we're indie. And we've been offered... You know some dollars for this whole concept and everything and I turned it down because 10% um, of our dead net proceeds um, will go to Connecticut Children's Medical Center we teamed up with them uh, this will be the last year with them and then maybe next year we'll go to Boston um, so that's the whole thing is that as this thing starts growing becomes into movies 10% of the dead net proceeds will go to kids with cancer cleaning up the environment and to the families because I always said you know look at something like Deadpool it costs 78 million on the first move to make and then it, yeah. how many billions pay your taxes you're at 600 million right yeah. take 10 percent of that 600 million you're at 60 million do you know how many families you can help out somebody that needs to be at the hospital both parents need to be at the hospital to give that, that child positive energy well they can't because they have to work or they might lose their job because they took too many times too many days off so Vortex Man, every time you're going to go to a movie, every time you're going to buy something, you're going to know that you're investing in the, in the future of a child, of making your planet green and making it healthy for the next generation. And that's where Vortex Man is from. Yeah. And this, I mean, just just hearing you talk, and like I said, I've got the book, I started to you know, flip through it before you came yep. here, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a fan. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I really, you know, really do. I'm excited about yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I have to be candid with you. He wouldn't blow sunshine up, you know, at you. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the kind of guy who's a, he's very much a comic book fan, and the one thing he commented on that really resonated with me is that you don't preach. No. You tell a story, right. you explain how it is. Right. Okay, and the drama happens on its own because right. it's real. Right. And there's a gravitas to what we're doing. Yeah. And that story should resonate with your target audience, young to old. Right. But Craig would have told me, he would have pulled me aside and said, you know, that story's completely preachy. It sounds like they're hitting me over the head with it. And yeah. he, no, he's just reading the comic yeah, book. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I love it. direct criticism. Yeah. You know, a problem can't be solved unless it's addressed, right? Yeah. So tell me, if you don't like it, I'd love to hear your feedback. Right. Why and don't why you like don't it? it? Yeah. I can fix it. Well, right. So I can fix something. Exactly. So I can do things. That's why, and like I said, I really don't hold stuff back too much. You know? awesome. I mean, I'm not. I'm not I like it, Greg. I like it, man. Yeah. But hey, well, no, it's skip like episode said, 58. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you, I mean, you, you, you got a new fan. I, I really Thanks, enjoyed man. it. And one thing I wanted to say is you brought Vortex Man. Yeah, with you. Vortex Man. Yeah. So let's have him <laughs> lean a in a bit there today. You know, so um, so you're here today. How are the kids reacting to to, to you? They're all usually pretty happy. Yeah, usually get a lot of pictures, hugs. 
Yeah, that's all. Mothers can't keep the hand, his, you know, hands. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a big yeah, problem. Got, <laughs> yeah. Please don't touch signs. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, there's a problem when the mothers are asking him to go and do birthday parties. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing here but wine and yeah, cheese. What's yeah, going yeah. on? I, jo I joke around. I'm like, I used to be his trainer, but I, you know, after I was a hand model, so I had to train all the time. And then after I broke my hand, I couldn't train. So you know. <laughs> I swear I'm just here for the environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, but I'm, I, I'm glad you guys came by. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for coming by and talking with us. Um, I'll talk. I'll definitely yeah. be talking about this yep. more as I read awesome, more man. episodes. Awesome, man. Awesome. More, you know, issues and stuff like that. Well, we love to. Um, we love to. When the Fukushima comes out, we'll send you guys a copy because uh, it's going to be Earth Day 2019. So we'll send you guys a copy. We'll get you guys a big post or two to put in your background in your office or whatever. Actually, we'll be more than happy to send you a huge poster of Vortex Man, the uh, the whole origin comic, because it's pretty unique. Like, I do want to say, if you look at the um, Vortex Man Zero, this is actually a true picture of the Pacific Patch that um, our artist, you know, by pencil drew everything. This is not wow. uh, anything graphics or anything. They took this whole picture and they drew this whole thing so the um as you can see the seagull over here by the way yeah representing steven seagull that's his name oh, <laughs> and he yeah. sits on the shoulder of uh, major <laughs> compost so, yeah. Okay. yeah so tell, we've tell got him some... about steven seagull correct yeah uh, yeah <laughs> i got an issue with steven yeah, seagull. yeah yeah well i mean look hey look he is bloated because he did eat a lot of plastic yeah. you know <laughs> but we won't go down that road okay yeah, sorry crazy. steven i loved you in the 80s you know but yeah exactly. yeah uh, watching him run right right yeah <laughs> Yeah, he can so still kick my butt, but you know. Yeah, yeah. So where did the concept for for the the symbol in in the costume? Co well, okay. Co so think about vortex. Vortex is a circle, right? right? So it just keeps, and that's yeah. what's happening in the ocean. Right. It becomes. It's we're basically like a toilet. Floor, exactly. And it's just yeah. going in this big yeah. circle, and you know. Um, it its own yeah, it's yeah. Looking, it's looking yeah. somewhere to flush, but yeah. there is nowhere to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we actually wanted to team up with uh, Boyan Slot. He's the gentleman that just uh, young uh, gentleman from Denmark that. Uh, built this big machine to clean up the ocean. Oh, wow. So, but he couldn't do anything at the time because the investors didn't want anyone else to, you know, something with contracts and stuff. So we're hoping that our name is going to get out there with the whole vortex. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, mate, excellent. that clicks, you know? Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah. That's excellent. No, I mean, it's, a great, it's a great message, and, I mean, it's awesome, and I'm, I'm excited to get into yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, definitely. I will say, if Leonardo DiCaprio is listening to this, he, right. <laughs> he's the one that should be behind this. Because yeah. every, I don't know if you right. saw his movie yeah. Before the Flood there, yeah, everyone, right. everything he talks about, we have a character for. Tarzan, we have one for that. We have a character for fracking. We, I mean, it's there. I mean, okay. turn it to a movie. Yeah. Just right. don't forget about the children. That's it. That's, that's it. Yeah. And we're that, not Leo? selling out. We're yeah. not going to be a sellout. <laughs> no, good. That's I'm good. All, you know, I don't care how many, a lot of people how much do. money. No, yeah. I'm not there. I'm not going to do it. We that, had the opportunity great. of being sold out. And yep. recently, somebody wanted to take us to a very large company. I mean, your passion company. for the cause oh, is I'm great, passion. I, I love awesome. it, man. It's that's it's great. all about the kids. You know, I always say you want to solve the future of the problems, get rid of the parents. Get rid of the parents, yeah, put the kids on a big, you know, know Vortex right? Man Island yeah. where they can eat, you know, eat green. Yeah. Everything's made out of recycleable material, right? They can like, That'd you know, for great. like hobbies, they can walk the beach for the day, you know, yeah. pick up the garbage. There yeah, it's go. like a totally that's, green environment. Yeah. yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, Isaac, thank you for coming. All right, man. Um, Definitely. I appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. Good luck with yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Big time. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. 
Isaac, thank you again for that, man. That was really yeah, awesome. I know that we're, I mean, if you listen to this episode, we're kind of jackassing around. Yeah. And we also led into your segment with a giant racist I know. thing. Yeah, but, yeah. Nah, but I, in all honesty, you know, we're we're good guys and we're all playing around. And we do support what you're doing. Totally I'm not really it. into my kids reading too many comic books because one of the questions I asked them was, you know, how come so many comics today are ventured on the bigger and better destruction? Yeah. This is a comic that's basically the same idea. It's going to destroy the things that are destroying us. And it gives, and it's actually a comic book that gives it's real. hope. It's hope. There is hope with this comic. Book. Yeah, it sounds it get, corny no, kind of, but it's there's true. A, and there's a, there's lessons to be. I mean, there's always been from you know, Stan Lee was big on there's lessons to be learned in these things. Yeah, but, the, the, Stan but Lee the, was a, just a creator, and you know, and but that's it was lessons to be learned, and I think. What Isaac is doing is putting out a comic book like, hey, there's a lesson to be learned by everybody. Yeah, there's yep. a lesson you know? <laughs> to be learned, but it, but it actually shows kids that they can be part of something. Part they of something. Can, it's something that they can actually yeah. do. Yeah. And tell they their friends, contribute. tell their parents, and you know, they can contribute to it. They which can is contribute huge. to something that is, you know, you find you have an enemy that's destroying the planet. And it's not just the heroes that are going to save it. Right. It's everyone. The kids are going to, the kids can help, you know, and people can help do that too. So, so it's, I it's mean, I, I really it's like awesome. the hope. So Vortex Man coming out on Obama Biden comics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm jokes. Kidding. No, <laughs> thanks again. Uh, if you've got a chance, it's vortexman1.com. Go check it out. Yes. Okay. Phenomenal website. It really explains all the characters. Really well, very well done website. And uh, yeah, if you're an adult and you got children, buy this for your kids. It's yeah. definitely worth it. Very well done, like everything from writing to art. Everything. To, uh, it's it's, the it's message out I there. I told him right away. Everything. I said, You have a fan because he brought the books over for us to research. Oh, yeah. And I was I know. like, You know, I'm not like, giving um, these uh, back. Yeah, I'm not yeah. giving them back to you. And you're going to sign them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, You're going to sign all of these. And he happily did it, and he yeah. brought back some other stuff. He was for a us. good egg. He took a picture. They actually had Vortex Man in costume, yes. yeah, with us, and we took some photos. and And he actually gets involved in a clip we're going to talk about in a few yeah, minutes. Yeah, definitely. Um, but there was another artist there that we got to mention, uh, and became a good friend of ours. Uh, there was the folks at Amorable Art. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about that. Yep. Amorable Art was a booth. They uh, were a booth, yeah, selling beautiful cutaway phenomenal. artwork. Phenomenal. Rare, like rare art that, <clears throat> like a rare concept that I've never seen done yeah, before. Yeah, it was it's really cool what he was doing, and he was doing it with all great stuff from like you know pop culture. I mean, he did other stuff. There was other well, stuff yeah, there something well. tells me that his yeah. actual studio is filled with it's that filled same with, thing for everything. Yeah, for yeah. everything. Yeah, but I think and, for the Comic Con crowd, he did the pop culture, thing. Yeah. and and it's and it's excellent, and it was really cool. And then his wife started coming over and hanging out with us. We were having fun. You know, he was working at his booth. She would come over and talk to us. And then she started just hanging out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? She was one but of our regulars. She freaking yeah, brought she me coffee of, one morning, yeah, man. She brought, you know, no, thank she you was, so much. They were phenomenal. They were great, great people. And the best part was they said, you guys are doing a raffle. We'd like to donate this to your raffle. And they gave us a beautiful picture of... It was, you know, it was his Boba artwork. Fett. That it was, it was Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. But it was, but it was a beautiful. I, I want to say, I don't. It's not a picture. It was, a, you know, it was a, it was a painting. In that style, this in cutaway that, style. Yeah, I, I can't describe it. Can't We're not going to do it justice. Well, yeah. yeah, no, he, he um, uses. It, 
You go to his website and check it out. Amorable Art. And she'll mention it in this clip right now. This is Alexis, the 27-year-old wife of 62-year-old artist. And Two by the awesome way, people. By man. the way, to the 62-year-old artist, my head is tipped. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. We are here with Alexis, who came over and very kindly donated an amazing yeah. art print to our, our raffle. For needless to say, our first time ever here at Rhode Island Comic Con. Alexis. It's gorgeous. I, I mean, I want it. Well, <laughs> you don't get it. Well, then, <laughs> then spin the wheel, the man. Spin the wheel. <laughs> but Alexis, tell spot. us a little bit about Amorable Art and where we can find you in and out of this Comic Con. Um, here at Rhode Island Comic Con, we're in booth 473. You can also visit us online, www.amorableart.com. It is spelled A-M-O-U-R-A-B-L-E-Art, A-R-T-E, no E. No E. Uh, no E. No All right, e. Dan Quayle, can we get this back? <laughs> no E. What's wrong with me? Anyway. Uh, There's like five competitors that yeah, just yeah. popped up now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good one, too. <laughs> uh, my husband's an artist. He does a really cool cut and paste technique. Yes, yeah, he, he does. He paints first, draws on top of the dried paint, and then hand cuts it out. Then paints it down, paste it down, then splatters the artwork. I love it's, that. It's, I love that technique. It's awesome. I was like, when I first saw it, it's I was like, oh my technique. god, that's I incredible. It. Uh, it's, it's so really different. It's cool because it's got a pop of color and it's very minimalistic, so it fits with a lot of different styles yeah, in people's like homes. It. Um, yeah, it does. The print that we have that for the raffles, an 11 by 14 print. Uh, yes. It's one of our $30 price points. We offer a smaller price point and a larger price point to fit everyone's budget. Yeah. Uh, this is our first year here at Rhode Island, our first time in the state. Woohoo, I like it so far. And um, we do a lot of Comic Cons. Uh, we just got back from New York Comic Con. I like to think he's kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I, say, I, I have to say, it's, it's go I love it. I love it. And I'm probably going to buy something from you. Thank oh, you yeah. very much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, there, there will be odds money. Are pretty exchange. high that I will be buying something uh, from Here at the con, we do a buy to get one free anywhere in the booth. But if you can't make it buy, we have a coupon code for 15% off the website. Use code RICC473. Outstanding. Go. And if you want to get a hold of Amorable Art, uh, you know, after the con, you want to go to at Amorable Art on Instagram and on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Amorable Art. And again, A-M-O-U-R-A-B-L-E-A-R-T. Not no an e. e. No E. Not, Not an E. e. Not an e. <laughs> and honestly, they don't just do prints. They've got T-shirts, mugs, hoodies, they tanks, anything you yeah. need. You guys yep. check we made new out. friends they're here, great. and uh, they're going to be lifelong friends. We thank you very much, Alexis, for coming down. And uh, anything else you want to say to our listeners? Go Red Sox. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thanks again to that everybody awesome. in Morable Art. Yeah. If you're expecting anything less than those jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. You clearly didn't pay attention during the three days we hung yeah. out. Great people. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Great people. Both, no, but they were both great. of them were awesome. Um, that said, you know, one of the reasons we wanted to go to this show wasn't just to get fans and get handout tickets and give away shit. Wanted to promote the show to industry people. Yeah. People that might have been able to help us. And we were very fortunate that we ran into some podcast people and yeah. some radio yeah, people. Did. And some radio people. And if you've listened to me, you know I don't like the term podcast. I've always considered this an internet radio show. It is. A weekly internet radio show. And so we met some people who do just that. Yep. And so I think our first clip should be from Rhode Island Free Radio. DJ Psycho Eddie. Well, with a name like that, how do we say anything else? But let's talk a little bit about My Night Out Radio. Okay, uh, My Night Out Radio uh, was actually spawned 
four years ago at Comic-Con, uh, I had a partner, George, and he ran a, uh, a website that talked about all the local uh, events, all the local restaurants and what have you. Yep. And we said, you know, why don't we just put this on the air? We get out the information quicker. Yeah. So once we got on the air, it, it's morphed. George dropped off and I just too stupid to stop doing the show. Because I'm constantly, <laughs> well, I'm constantly going out to eat. I always have constantly, you know, new information, new uh New stuff to get out there. Yeah. And being that I've worked with so many bands, I have a lot of local bands giving me music. I get that music out on the air. I play primarily local bands. I do throw in, you know, if I'm lazy and I yep. don't feel like doing a good playlist, I'll go into my national tours list and I'll uh, I'll throw some of their music in there. But primarily, I stick with the li uh, live and local. That's really cool because we've been. I mean, we've done that. We and we've tried to do it as much as we could. It's you know getting to. Get, have the bands get the music to us and stuff like that because we've been trying to promote local music as yeah, well at the end of that. our show you know for our outro we'd like introduce a local band play their songs you know well, what I mean? if you want to talk off the air or you want to meet up after yeah. the show because i have about 14 to 18 thousand songs yeah <laughs> primarily local bands primarily local bands that's awesome yeah that would be great because we like to do that we like to push the local scene get yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know get that going because it's awesome and it's a lot of fun around here and there's a lot of good bands around here oh yeah you know uh we've made friends with a band called cycle yes um you know uh well brad was friends with them Previously, well, I was trying with the bass with player. the bass player, and he had been in a number of good bands. But this is the first truly all original hard rock band, like in his vein. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we've, we've been very transparent. It might not be our genre of music, but in terms of doing it right, they've done yeah. it better than anybody. Yeah. And, and there are some bands some that are. Shit. There are some bands that are really good. They don't know how to promote themselves. They don't know how to get themselves out there. Yeah. yeah. So I'll contact them. Say, look, guys. Throw me a couple of MP3s. I will get you on the air. I will get you in a playlist rotation on my show, yeah. which is also part of rifreeradio.org. Shameless plug there. Sorry there about that. Yeah, shameless on the show, my there friend. Nothing <laughs> shameless about but that. But I will yeah. get them into the rotation for the RI Free Radio playlist as well, if they're actually good. Yeah. Uh, and then you always have the ones that are really super excited, like they're practically tripping over themselves that give you music. Yeah. I'm leery about that. Yeah, exactly. It, it's a kind of a mathematical equation. The more excited they are, probably the worse it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, there, there are exceptions, and, and I'll give you, uh, yeah. there was one band that was going around Rhode Island for quite a while, uh, Big Dirty Nelson. Yeah. Uh, Ty Gerard is my contact through there. Really good guy, really good musician. He was over the top, oh, you got to get this. And knowing Ty, uh, Ty from Big Dirty Nelson, yeah, I, I was willing to give it a listen, but he was, like I said, over the top excited. Oh, we got this new album. We got to give it to you. Yeah. And turns out it was a really good album. Yeah, and I was yeah. really so excited it was an exception about that. To, exception to oh, the rule. Always exceptions to the you rule, know. and you, you gotta you roll the dice, see what happens. Yeah, exactly. So we just had a celebrity stumble over here, and we were so excited. We all needed to get some air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think yeah. I would like to think we're the exception to the rule yeah. in the podcasting realm. <laughs> yeah, but we might not be. I don't we know. might not. Be. I actually, I can tell you for a fact, I've worked with all these bands. They put their pants on one leg at a time. Yes. Uh, if you're familiar with the uh, hip hop scene, uh, Jimmy Lowry, also known as ABK, Anybody Killer, yeah. uh, was on Psychopathic. He's bounced around between labels now. Uh, the first time I worked with him, uh, I came in. Now, I'm the sound guy. I've been doing sound on and off for 25 years as well. Yeah. I come in, I'm like, I'm barking orders to the people that work for me. 
And he's like, well, who the hell are you? I looked right at him. Like, I don't know who the hell you are, pal, but I'm doing my job. I'll get to you when I get to, get to you. Yeah. That's right, he pulled the, uh, do you know who I am card? Oh. Yeah. And I pulled the, I don't give a shit card. Yeah. <laughs> Getting back to uh, our, uh, My Night Out Radio on rifreeradio.org. Uh, I'm played every night, 8.30 to 9.30. Okay. Uh, Tony Jones is my producer. He also owns the radio station. He also has his own, the Tony Jones Show. Uh, Tony, I'm getting you a few listeners, too. Yep. Um, he's been in the uh, punk rock scene forever. And I actually started, me. I met him through another show, through Blazes Billiards, when it was still open. I was the sound guy and or manager. Yep. And I just did sound for him one night. We hit it off. And it turned out we worked together at my Monday through Friday job. Yeah. Okay. So it's funny because we, we just we made friends with um, it's the the Chuck and Brad podcast. Yep. Um, Chuck Staten, he, but he's also in a, in a band called Senior Discount, which yep. is a punk band. Do you know? You know? I, I know Chuck. Guys? I actually had them on my show a couple weeks ago. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck and Brad are really good guys. Yeah, really uh, funny. Oh yeah, really, really funny, they, intelligent they, they guys. They have a very yeah. sick sense of humor too. That's why I get along so well with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Please come on our show. Yes, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> Where are you guys out of? Uh, well, Warren, Rhode Island. Warren, yep. Rhode Island. Warren, Rhode Island. Yep. No problem. You you tell me when. I'll be there. Definitely. Awesome. Man. Outstanding. Yeah. Awesome. Outstanding. Definitely. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm f- pretty much open schedule. I'm married, so I really have no social life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and you're like, oh, I'll go now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this entire show was born from that idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that exactly. pretty much it started off, my show started for me as a once a week get out of the house to go drinking. Uh, I used yep. to have a six-pack rule, which means if a six-pack wasn't killed, we couldn't go on the air. <laughs> this, this, this you, so, so we we've robbed your show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I trust me. I with That's the between awesome. the ADHD, the, the drinking, the medication, everything else, my mind is going a mile a minute. I'm literally thinking of what I'm doing after I leave with you guys. Yeah. While I'm talking to you guys. What was that episode of Seinfeld where they had like Bizarro Jerry? Yeah, yeah. Bizarre, <laughs> yeah. We have Bizarro podcasts yeah, right now. Exactly. You know, right? <laughs> it's exactly. It's it's just, that's the same way. It was basically us on a Friday night, yeah. going out drinking, you know, because and just hanging out. We said, "Well, let's start recording this," and that was it. And that's how the show was born. Yeah. You know. Well, and, uh, if you know Justin, uh, one of the side shows that he usually has on his show, uh, in his shows, uh, Seth Carney is a very yep. good friend of mine. Yep. So when me and Seth get together, we have a few cocktails. Um, of course, I dress as a clown when I do live events. So awesome. I'm a clown. Sess is a clown. Uh, a few other people, they dress up in whatever various personalities and, and costume. So you don't know what's going to happen. Because even as whacked out as I seem right now, this is the normal side. <laughs> you put me in a little bit of clown makeup and forget it. I have no filters whatsoever. I've yep. made... Uh, was ROC uh, was performing at Blazes Billiards. One of his hype guys was throwing water out on the crowd, which was great. You know, yeah. get them all hyped up. It's Juggalos; they need a bath, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when I but when I look up, I look up, I see water dripping off my lights. Oh, I spent oh. thousands of dollars on the lighting. You're not gonna screw up my light. Yeah. I don't, you, you can pour acid on the crowd. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> don't mess with my gear. Yeah. So I very nicely pulled the guy off the stage by his collar, and I just asked him, by can you collar. please... N- Yo, yeah. By his I, collar. I, I dragged people very off nicely. the stage. I have dragged people <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> I see that. Someone yeah. actually nicely dragging someone. Come 
part of part of that is sarcasm. If you want to figure out which part, we could talk later. Yeah. <laughs> but I pulled them off very nicely. I said, if you get water on my on my lights one more time, we're gonna have a very big issue. Yeah. His security guy comes over, says, "What's going on?" I said, "Well, we're just having a little discussion about keeping the lighting in good working order." Yeah. He gets back on stage. The first thing he does is he throws water right on my lights. Yeah. I dragged him off. I threw him into a corner. <laughs> he was on his butt against, like, in the corner. And here I am, dressed as a clown. <laughs> oh, my God. Hovering, oh my hovering God. over him, poking him in the face. Why the fuck are you getting all this shit on my lights? Security guy, who is twice my size, comes over and says, what are you doing? My motherfucker's getting water on my lights. If he does it again, I'm kicking his ass. Yeah. Security guy says, okay, turns around and walks away. <laughs> Perfect. I would, I would not, so, yeah, not want to fool with you. Yeah, 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 exactly. I love it. But the, it's the funny, like, makeup, it, it takes off makeup? any filter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that little bit of it. Okay, they can't yeah. make out who you are. That's right. It, Point me up in a lineup. I got no makeup on. Go ahead. Yeah. I just love that you preface this whole story. When you put clown makeup on, yeah. Yeah. it's like the beginning of every manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never hear anything really good happen. Oh, we went out for a salad. Yeah. Or, you know. As a clown, you have, always have to go for the chicken salad because you always have that rubber chicken reference. Yep. <laughs> but giving en- given enough time, you know, you learn to eat because the, you know the makeup cracks around your mouth and makes you look weird. Weirder. We- we- yeah, that's weirder. As weirder. A clown. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. I can- that just shows what's coming out of my mouth has no filter up yeah. here already. It's yeah. good. Uh, I gotta go find a vendor that sells clown makeup now. Yeah. Actually, up on uh, the fifth floor oh, over yeah, here, yeah. I got a friend that actually does my makeup. Oh, really? Really? No yeah, actually, yeah. Like, yeah. they're expecting you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he's already dressed like one. Uh, did, you, did you ever see Silver Surfer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what you're gonna be when you leave. <laughs> oh, man. Like oh, man. me, she uses like the oh, Wagner man. Power Paint and she just sprays you in a corner. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right, so what's next for your show man let's talk uh, about that what's next uh this monday i'm going to be recording all things comic-con everything that i and plus i've been doing uh little posts here and there you know, two minute three minute videos yep i've been posting up on my facebook and all my social media uh i will be talking about a few of the things that i didn't catch on you know on the uh, post that i put up already i am going to talk a little bit about some of the really weird crap that happened uh over the weekend for uh, halloween Okay. You know, last weekend because I didn't do a show last Monday, so I got to like catch up for two weeks. Yep, yep. Yeah, we're in that um, weird spot too, man. We're, yeah. we're, we don't know what's coming next. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, um, if I got to take a, a weekend off, or if I got to take a week off, or if Tony has to take a week off, yeah. or anyone on the show, so you have to skip a week. Well, I had surgery, so I had to skip like two months. Yeah. Uh, Tony had to skip a few, you know, whatever happened. So then you find yourself, I had to make up two months in like two weeks. So I had all these different shows I had planned out that, all right, and I just get verbal diarrhea worse than I have yeah. now, and I just blast through all these subjects in a one-hour show. Yeah. So, that's pretty yeah, that, good, That's though. what's coming up. It's mostly, like I said, Comic-Con. Uh, I got a few guys coming up. Um, actually, the uh, the vendor from uh, AAA over yep. here out in the, the main bay over here, uh, turns out he knows my parents. Somehow <laughs> I got him coming on the show uh, within the next week or two. Uh, after, yeah, so the next month he'll be on. 
Uh, I got a few uh, minor local celebrities. Uh, I might have Chuck and Brad actually back on my show soon. Excellent. Yep. See what they got coming up. Yep. Um, cool. Yeah, Davey Moore from uh, Alchemy. Uh, he's going to be coming out, coming down soon. He's got a bunch of stuff that I help him promote. Uh, you got the people from Askew, um, Psycho, and uh, Windsong. They come down. Those are the people that run uh, uh, Askew. Yep. Uh, really good food on skewers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They, they, no, you know, they, they is do there bre- anything better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they do a, a really good uh, restaurant over there on uh, Chestnut Street. Um, they're going to be coming down. And they've got a bunch of other people coming down. Awesome. And hopefully awesome. you guys are going to stop down so we can show you Absolutely, man. how not to do man. a podcast. Yeah, we're, de- we're definitely oh, yeah. going to. Well, we'll show you how to do that. <laughs> we got that covered. We are you guys that. doing the, uh, are, are you the panel that's doing the uh, how-to podcast? No, no, that's that's our friend Steve. Our friend Steve was just here a little while ago. Yeah, I'm going to go down there to see how I've been screwing up the last yeah. couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Steve's a good guy. He actually interviewed not 20 minutes before you showed up. Yeah, yeah. all right. He was right here. And so, yeah, we're making the right friends here. Yeah, no, it's working. Yeah, yeah. and me too. Well, yeah, well, appreciate yeah. it. And we're going to show up on your show and Fine. do just that. <laughs> well, definitely, we'd definitely like to be involved <laughs> yeah. at one time. Come down and do something. That would be oh, fantastic. Cool. And we'll yeah, talk more. Awesome. Right, so give me your, the, your best shameless plug and your best shameless promo. Go. Make sure you listen in. My Night Out Radio, only on rifreeradio.org. Every night, 7 to, 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. And Mondays live, 7 to 8 p.m. And that's Definitely, DJ man. Psycho Eddie. DJ Psycho Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thank you, guys. I will. Another industry friend we got to mention is a guy who hung out all three days, and we want to give a big shout-out to Steve yeah. from uh, the Super Retro Throwback Reviews Yeah, podcast. he was awesome. Hell yeah, Fucking man. fantastic guy. He, he came by all... Yeah, he did a uh, couple, right? Knowledgeable guy, too. Man. Yeah, yeah, panel of uh, podcasting 101, I think it was Yeah, called. he did yeah. a couple of them, yeah. yeah. And he basically told people how to do what we're trying to learn how to do yeah, right exactly. Yep. And he's... You know what? He's smarter than all of us. Yes. We yes, get yes. down to earth. So, like, nonchalant, kind of, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, very calm. Yeah. Everything's very laid Almost back. soothing. Yeah. yeah. Almost soothing. For a guy who talks about old school video games, which were the most frenetic things ever. Yeah. Yep. Very soothing. But actually, I, I took some time and I listened. I don't listen to many other podcasts, but the ones I like, I really like. And this is one of them. No, yeah. it was good. So that super retro good. throwback. Uh, really, honestly, check them out. Steve, uh, we did some recording with you, and we want to thank you for taking some time to hang out with us. So here it is. So, Steven, we've seen you a couple of times this week. Come by. You've been, become a friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, Have you actually had a chance to listen to the show? What do you think yeah. so far? Oh, well, actually, no, I haven't yet. No, uh, all right. All, all right. right, so, so that's why he's still here so with us That's today. why he's still here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once you hear the show, you might not want to come back later. <laughs> so you got your own podcast. I do. And you and you interview um, everybody? Like, uh, this year, the with the press pass, you know, they've been very strict on who, like, we can't interview guests, we can't film panels and record panels, but... The past years, they've told us that we could interview yeah. guests and record panels, but I think it's because of the lineup. You know, they were like, "No, they can't." Yeah. But I'm actually know. curious, if you don't mind me interrupting, what what is the benefit? Do you think having done this now for three days, what do you see as the benefit of having a press pass if the celebrities are all kind of turning away these interviews? Not having to stand in line. Well, that's a very good answer. <laughs> that's always a good thing. We've agreed we're going to get a table every year just to have access to the back door. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm actually tempted now because, you know, I wa- I've been wanting to do a uh, booth here for 
a couple of years, but you know what? I just I've done booths at other conventions, yeah. and this is the one that's always drove me away. Yeah, I see what you're yeah because of the money. Yeah, it's and, a little yep, and uh, just the fact that I really don't have. I'm a one man show. Yep. And I'd be here by myself, and if I wanted to go up to get an autograph from someone, I really can't leave the table. Yeah, yeah you guys exactly. know because you've been given the strict rules. So, you know, you can't leave your table. You can't leave your table unattended. Yeah, right. exactly. So, yeah, so, you know, I was a little blown away by the security walking in here, but that's another story for another yeah, episode. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I how can you talk? I'm just coming onto your boot onto your show right now, but you just had someone on your show so initial reaction from stunned i was just stunned i didn't i was kind of like uh uh, uh <laughs> for a i second. was blown away i don't get starstruck too easily and, and that's why these events are easy for me because i don't oh yeah. yeah i ran into so-and-so outside and i was like yeah he's a nice person yeah exactly. i don't get too freaked out by it but in concept of the show in terms of the show and the fact that getting that kind of promotion Hold on, somebody wants to take a photo with you. <laughs> you know, to be honest, I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. Is that what this is? I don't even know. That yeah, cosplay yeah, is. Yeah. But I've, I'm not sure if that cosplay is. I, un I unfortunately have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't quite get it. Yeah, Throwing get food it. in a movie theater is not something that I, I've ever encouraged. Well, yeah. they, do it, they do it for the movie The Room, too. They throw spoons and... Yeah, yeah. The Room, I could see, because it's so horrendously bad that it's funny. You know? <laughs> did you I don't guys think see the disaster artist earlier yes, this year? Yes, they did. It was really good job they yeah. did with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But so, who have you interviewed here th this week? Well, I haven't interviewed any celebrities, obviously, but... Yeah. Um, you got some uh, artists. This correct. counts. This counts being on here. Outstanding. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you, Michael Rooker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to get my picture taken with Danny Trejo. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, that's back cool. Back of yeah. the house, but hush-hush on that. Yeah. Um, because I was helping Angry Geeks with their panels, and I got to sit in the green room and stuff, and I got to take my picture of Danny Trejo. That's um, cool. I got to interview Tim Jones from Sour Grapes, yep. and that was pretty much it. I mean, my coverage is very dull because I got to help Angry Geeks with all their panels all day yesterday. Yeah, that's right. You were, Yeah, I remember you said that. You, they asked you to give them a hand, and you were with them pretty much for the rest of the day after that. Point. And you're doing a panel today, too. Which panel are you doing? It's called So You Want to Be a Podcaster. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that should be the name of our entire weekend. Well, yeah. <laughs> because the fact of people don't do podcasting 101 at conventions. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, well, why don't I be the forefront of that? Why don't I start doing that? You know, you have motivational speakers at colleges. And I said, why don't I do a motivational speech? you know yeah. type of and lecture because you you've gone to broadcasting school you yes. have the, you know what i mean you have this experience with all this stuff and, and i've been doing it for three years and actually this year this weekend marks the three-year anniversary of super retro throwback reviews oh really yeah so nice. it's kind of a celebration of sorts yep um and it's going to be a telling people the tips and tricks the risks and rewards yep um of how to start a podcast yes so and people who want a refresher you know i'm sure obviously you guys are going to want to know how to boost that michael rooker thing yep so feel free to stop by 
Well, yeah. I suggest having Michael Roker just randomly walk by. <laughs> I want to be in Mike's basement and have Michael Roker show up through the back screen door. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's like, I'm still in Rhode Island, yeah. and I can't get out. Yeah, he's blown away by the fact that it's not an island. Yeah. And it's not yeah. the first time we've had that discussion on this show either. <laughs> so what time is your panel today? It's at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. Um, in awesome. room 553B. Um, before the show, I kind of messed up because I thought it was 558B, and that's what they told me in the email. Yeah. And I went over there on Friday, and they, I looked in, and it was Zombie Leader. Had that whole room. And I had to take to Twitter. I had to take to Instagram. I had to take to Facebook. And yeah, I had to do exactly. multiple, multiple videos, multiple posts. And I said, I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's room 553B, yeah. not 558B. If you want to see Zombie Leader, go ahead. But yeah. if you want to see my panel, it's 553B. Yeah. I, I, I know on social media, whenever I see the headline, I fucked up, I immediately click I'm that. definitely read that. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. there's so many ways it can go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah no i mean so that's awesome so you got your panel is at two yep. well, well exactly what was the time exactly two o'clock two o'clock but i'm gonna be yep. there at 145 setting up because i'm gonna be recording it setting up yep. um so yeah i'm excited and i have awesome. a special guest um lewis perry from the angry geeks is going to be joining me awesome that's cool so, yeah right, we'll make sure to get that on social media yeah we'll get that out there we're gonna share that all right give us the up. name of the session again and the room number um so it's so you want to be a podcaster um s today sunday november 4th in room 553b at two o'clock we're gonna do our best to get that on social media right away so we can promote that for you yep. um, but you know let's be in touch man I don't think this is a one-time conversation it's no. a little hard to have one here with all the noise yeah, yeah. so much but noise uh, I it. think we have more discussions to have not only about comic-con but about comic book culture in general yeah and uh, just just you know the takeaways from this show so we're definitely gonna be in touch off the air and we'll set it up so we're back on the air again yeah. real soon looking forward to it all right thanks so much man I appreciate Thank it anytime you very much, Steve. All right, but, you know, if you thought that Craig's celebrity whoring ended with Brian O'Halloran <laughs> from Clarks, you clearly not, don't yeah. know Craig early. You never listened to the show. And if you haven't listened to the show, shame on you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, one guy we wanted, Craig has been mentioning his name since we signed up for Comic-Con. And he said, we're going to get him, we're going to get him. I'm like, I don't think so. And then I said, well, there's some other ones we should target. And he's, Craig's like, no, I want this guy. No and shit, what, right? He was like well, fucking 100 miles an hour after him for months well, just they, thinking they, about no, it. Because they knew he's a, he's a laid back guy. He's a friendly guy. He's one of I us. Knew, I knew he would do mean. it. I knew he would do it. And um, I wish I could. I wish I got longer. And that's the thing with Rhode Island Comic Con. They, they allow you to do interviews with these people. As long as you're not backing up a line. Hey, kudos yeah. to you, you bro. Know? Here's a here's a and fucking here's to you, Craig, for calling thanks. it for fucking months, dude. Yep. You said it. And all I did, I only got to ask him one question, and it was quick because as soon there was no one at you know at the table at that minute. Yeah. And I walked up, and it's the second I walked up and started talking to his handler, all of a sudden I noticed there's a crowd gathering behind me, and his you know his uh. His assistant or whatever said already said, yeah, he'll do it. So I was like, I'm still doing it. Yeah. But You're I, not gonna hurry I, me I up. was like, yeah, I was like, you know, I'm still doing it. But I was like, you know what? I'll just do the one. I'll ask him the one question. Did it and for it was show, the one bro. question that I was waiting that I wanted to ask him. I just thought it was funny. It kind of summed up some things. And this is what I got from him. It was just it's quick. 
It's but it's to the point. But you got your man. Yeah. All right, here at Rhode Island Comic Con, Bam Majera. So there's one question I wanted to ask. When you were, let's say, you know, when you were in high school, 15 years old, did it ever dawn on you that one day Billy Idol will be cutting the fucking roof off of your car? Uh, <laughs> that's one random one. You yeah. know, I, I got the purple Lamborghini, and uh, Billy Idol was playing in Atlantic City, and randomly I'm like, what can we film with Billy Idol? Because he's down to film. Yeah. Let's have him cut my Lambo roof off. Why not? So, he was down to do it, and so was I. So it worked that's out. Awesome. Yeah, but I never thought in a million years that that would happen. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fucking cool. Yeah, yeah it was. That was awesome. And again, very gracious guy. You know, maybe a little disappointing if you were expecting him to be a jackass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. I, I kind of yeah. wanted him to just like punch somebody in the nads. Yeah. You know. I would. <laughs> like I would. I would have loved to have actually got to sit down with him. And ask him the questions that I actually had. Yeah. But it was just I just pulled the one question that I really wanted to ask him out. So you got that. It was that the was Billy awesome. Idol one. Hey, <laughs> better that than nothing. I, you know, because I honestly, by day two, I was like, is anybody gonna go get a celebrity? Yeah. Uh, we got a local one. Yes. And I will say this. I know earlier in the show I was really down on wrestlers. Really down. Yeah. But every now and then a local wrestler comes in and just kind of reaffirms my love of this sport. That's yes. right. This yeah. form of entertainment. That's right. Yes. And it, we would be remiss if we didn't mention and play some audio from a friend of the show. Friend of the show. He was there all three days. And honestly, a friend of the people. Yes. Uh, a gentleman who goes by Steve the Turtle Weiner. And he'll be wrestling uh, actually around here. This Com- week, this coming, is it this coming weekend? Or maybe, actually, I think it's no, after it's Thanksgiving. it's the following weekend, yeah. yes. It's after Thanksgiving. It's going to be at Fett Music Hall in Providence, Rhode Island, uh, with the promotion Wrestling Has a Tomorrow. And yes, it is what yep. is the name of it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but you know what? I could describe it until I'm blue in the face. There's absolutely no other way to do this than to just play the audio. Ladies and gentlemen, Guys, this is Steve the Turtle Whiner. Steven, how are you? I am fantastic, sir. It is great to be here on the Needless to Say podcast live from Rhode Island Comic Con. <laughs> Day three. Wow. All right. That's awesome. Wow. That's that a reaction awesome. I haven't gotten since my wedding night. Oh, right. I hope it was a fantastic wedding night, sir. I wouldn't know because I've been single my whole life, sadness. <laughs> <laughs> With a voice like so, that, I had no idea. Uh, so, you'd be surprised. <laughs> so you're, uh, you, but you're promoting your wrestling event. That's right. I have a wrestling event coming up. I'm going to be debuting for Wrestling Hazard tomorrow, eight, live from the Fet Music Hall in Providence, Rhode Island, Sunday, November 18th. Tickets are still on sale at WrestlingHazardTomorrow.com. It's an all-ages event with a full bar if you're over 21. VIP opens at 4 p.m. The doors are at 4.30 p.m. And, of course, the bell time is at 5 p.m. Get your tickets now. That is outstanding. Awesome. Now, let awesome. me ask you a question. Are the people at Wrestling Has It Tomorrow aware that their acronym is what? Yes, they are. All right. That's the whole point behind it. Uh, so is it like a play on the Steve Austin thing from way back when? Well, that's why there's an exclamation point at the end, so it's okay. not to be confused. He's got the question mark. We have the exclamation point. Oh, so it's more like, what? Yeah. All right, all right. That's Just awesome. to be clear. That's awesome. So you're familiar with Wrestling As of Tomorrow. This is your first show for them, though, correct? I, I used to time keep for them, but I will be competing for them for the very first time. All right, so who are you facing, if you don't mind me asking? I am, be, I am a participant in the Rumble for Tomorrow. 
It is a Royal Rumble where a new participant will enter every 30 seconds. Of course, two people will start. And the last man standing will be entered into the what scramble at what nine when we announce the date for next year. Excellent. And so what's the main prize? Is it going to be a shot for the heavyweight championship? It's the honor to compete in what wrestling signature match? The scramble match. The Outstanding. Scramble match. Outstanding. So what do you think awesome. your odds are? How are you feeling? Feeling well, pretty good I about am it? a master of the Battle Royal Royal Rumble, so I would say depending on what number I draw, I should be doing very good. As long as I don't run into Bob Evans. Bob Evans like the guy who makes the, the sausages down south? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> or Midwest, no. Bruno Bob Evans was the person who trained me in professional wrestling. He's a participant in the upcoming Battle Royal. Oh, oh so the student the meets mentor. the master. The yes, student. only the second time we're ever going to be competing against one another. He got the win over me last time. And that was like seven years ago, maybe. But now the student has become the master. I uh, hope yeah. <laughs> If he eliminates me, I still got a lot to learn. <laughs> All right, but seven years in, I believe tables have turned. Yes, exactly. Yes. You're feeling good about the match. You're facing your mentor. Yes, I am. And so when this takes place, do you have anything you want to say? You want any trash talk you want to throw to these people? Now's the time because there's nobody coming back at you. To anyone that's competing in the Rumble for tomorrow, hello, peoples. My name is Steve the Turtle Whiner, and I have waited many, many years to compete in the Fet Music Hall in any type of wrestling match. I've waited nearly a decade, and I am not going to waste this opportunity. I am not coming to compete for just one time. I'm going to earn my spot on the Watt roster, and then I will earn my spot into the Watt scramble at Watt 9, and then it's only on to bigger and better things from here because I am Steve the Turtle Whiner and it's time to shell up. Nice. <laughs> well, I don't think we have anything else to say after that. that Needless to epic. say, <laughs> he said it. He said it, exactly. All right. All right, so that was Hell in the Shell, Steve Whiner. Steve, Hell we, in the Shell. We are going to definitely try and maybe be there <laughs> nah Steve we love you man thanks for hanging yeah, out it was, was a awesome, great time man. I know that you've been checking out the show and you've definitely been active on Twitter yeah so we're uh, another friend we're, again no, that's he's, the theme tonight and he I was love. great he was, he was a lot of fun to have at the table you know I, I mean he brought some fun with I him. love the it work that he puts into his, his characters man it's fucking phenomenal no, he's I enjoyed on. that big time He's, he's dedicated. He's dedicated. He's dedicated. dedicated. He doesn't have a traditional character. Doesn't have a traditional look. But that's the beauty of it. Right? That is yeah. the beauty of it. Yeah. Man. Yep. He showed awesome. us a video. He it. has this other character he's working on when he goes bad. Awesome. Yeah, his heel character. That was yeah. fucking. That was awesome, freaking man. ridiculous. And it was all made on like iMovie. It's scary. It, it, it was fucking crazy. It was. I got. Phenomenal. I got goosebumps right now. I don't like, want to go to the beach anymore. Yeah. Put it that way. It was on the beach right <laughs> at like dawn. Yeah. And yeah, like, like steam, steam coming off the coming water. Off. It was freaking awesome. It was fucking. It was it a was good awesome. job. And you know, he's the, he didn't want to use the lantern because there's a wrestler in WWE that yeah. uses one. But truth be told, he did it better. He did he it did better. Did it better. Yeah. So Steve, put that as a feather in your cap. Three oh, guys yeah, uh, and one fans. of them who knows wrestling. But we're Shell all fans. Yeah. Yep. We're all fans. Shell yeah. He says. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right, but you know, I think we've been building up. Uh, anybody who's followed us on social media knows there was one moment. One key moment. And for once, it was one that we didn't go after. And I think that's yeah. what made it even better. We were in the middle of interviewing Vortex Man that you heard a few clips ago. 
and I looked over my shoulder because I was standing up, and I noticed that uh, somebody was there doing an Instagram live while getting fitted for new shoes. Well, one new shoe. <laughs> yeah, one, one new, new yeah. shoe. <laughs> and it turned out to be Michael Rooker from Guardians of the Galaxy and The Walking Dead, uh, yeah. Days of Thunder, and a million yeah. other things. Yeah. Uh, really, really cool guy. Uh, what I didn't expect was that he was going to come to us. Yeah. I wasn't about to walk away from Vortex Man. The guy granted us a wonderful no, interview. It, it, and if we missed out, we missed out. But I kind of thought this would have been cool. And son of a bitch found us. Yeah. And then he broadcast it live. And then he decided to save it and put it on YouTube. Yeah. So <laughs> a quick Google it's search will awesome. find you the video where you can see me dancing yeah. around in the background. We film each other because I had him live yep. on something. Uh, but I think it's worth listening to on here. So any you can also, words? You can any also words? see my... my any uh, words? It, it was shock when I just heard, hey, what do you guys got here? Is this a podcast? Can I be on it? He had, and I look he up. actually grabbed our microphone yeah. and was fucking yeah, and I like look up interviewing and it's us. Michael Rooker, and I'm like, what? no, no, you can't be on it. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to say? Well, we what got children spinning guy. the wheel. Yeah. We, we can't let you on. Of course yeah. you're going to be it, on. It was oh, he, was, he was with us for a good what? Well, and he was, see. and he, and he gave us about a, a good five, six minutes of audio, and it, I think more than that. And right here it is, from his perspective. From, yeah. This yeah. was his audio. This was his yeah. audio. Oh, who's that? Whoa! Big time show. Who are these? These are like radio thing people, <laughs> right? What do you guys do here? We're, we're a podcast. podcast. You're doing a podcast? We are. Hey, can I film Whoa. you filming me? <laughs> yeah. Can I Can I say something on the uh, podcast? I would love that. Are you on right now? Sure. Here, we're going to say something on this guy's... What's your podcast called? Needless to say. Needless to say podcast. You guys are broadcasting 24-7 in the U.S. right here. Right? No pressure. Not 24-7? Not quite. Not quite 24-7, but 23-7. 23-7. 7. They got to have an hour off. Yeah. Okay, and this and this is uh, our um, needless to say podcast. Hey, everybody, uh, am, am I on yet? Oh yeah, we're gonna get that sucker on. I'm writing. All right, now. I'm on right now, right? You are on. Okay, and who are you, man? I'm Craig. You got your own mic. You don't need this one. Okay, uh, <laughs> this is Michael Rooker, and I'm on uh, Needless to Say podcast, and which is being Instagram lived all over, all over America and the world. My millions of fans, hordes and hordes of fans, are watching this right now. At, and I have fans at this table. He's so nervous. He's sweaty. Oh, man. He's really hard. Yeah, he's been, he's been working. Yeah. He's, he's always like that. Look, this is what a forehead looks like when somebody actually works. <laughs> Good for nothing. Scum-sucking pigs. Get your asses up off your couches. Get down here to... To, uh, oh, where are we again? Rhode Island. Oh, yeah, Rhode Island. We're, in Ro we're at Rhode Island. It doesn't even feel like a damn island to me. Is it a real island? No. no. It's not even why the hell they call it Rhode Island. We've been trying to figure that out. Oh, nobody knows. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out from my history buffs why they call this damn place Rhode Island, this beautiful place Rhode Island. <laughs> You're near Boston, right? Yeah, Boston is about an hour and a half away. Hour and a half away. Hour, yeah, okay, okay, that's not far at all. Yeah, so, yeah. So, 
How are you enjoying it? you enjoying walking around, checking out the I've house? been enjoying it, yeah, yeah. Why do you have a skull? This is like a, your dead friend? Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's just oh, what what was his name? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the last guest. Yeah. 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 Do you have a name? Him to death. Oh, what? <laughs> you don't remember who he is? <laughs> how about you? Virgil. Virgil. Oh, Virgil. 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 He doesn't talk very yeah, much. He's quiet. He's been quiet for a couple so of what, years. So if you said that about Mike, it'd be the what same. Do you, what do you guys? What do you guys talk about on this thing? It's old school radio. Old school radio. Yeah, yeah we, we do, do like Opie and Anthony, Howard Howard Stern back before. He, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, you re, you re, you re broadcast old shows? No, no, it's just it's the kind of Club vintage. Oh, that same kind of vibe. Oh, the same vibe. Like, you guys don't do poopy talk here, right? Like, you do poopy talk? Like, what What kind of poopy talk do you do? Give me one example of a poopy talk phrase that you do. Uh, um, there's no kids around here, right? There's no, there ain't no kids. And there are no kids listening to your podcast, right? Actually, do you have a number of how many people listen to this thing right now? Zero. No, no. Oh, jeez, jeez, jeez. Oh, that is sick. That is sick. Oh, man, I can't even repeat that on my Instagram live. I don't, I think it slipped past them. Yeah, it might have got past that microphone. That is not, that's way more than poopy talk. That's like, uh, yucky talk. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, have you guys introduced yourselves? These schmucks have never even introduced themselves. Go ahead, come on, dude. Who are you? No, I'm Craig. This is Craig. That's Mike. That's Mikey. And Brad's the foul mouth. And Brad, Brad is the foul mouth. Looking like a scum sucking pig. And look here, they got giveaways here. You can give these. You can probably give these away. It's a. Um, yeah. It's a pancake thing. We got it, yeah. Star Wars waffle maker. Waffle maker, yeah. Okay. Who is that? Is this Vortex Man? Hello, Vortex Man. How are you? He's Vortex Man. Oh, right. No, he's Vortex Man. Vortex Man. What's your powers? So powers are clean up the environment. You clean up the environment? Vortex Man cleans up the environment with this massive, major vortex that all the garbage and trash and plastics in our oceans get sucked into. Where does it go once it's all uh, gone from our oceans and stuff? Once once Vortex Man is gone, you recycle it. They recycle everything. They completely recycle everything. Okay, and and if you've got a foul mouth like one of these guys has down here, (laughs) you will be vortexed up and recycled. Okay? <laughs> okay, you guys, I gotta get going. All right, All right. my my po- my my live Instagram has gone down to seven. Okay. Is this live Instagram too? Uh, I was doing live Facebook. Live Facebook? Oh, no shit. You still on? <laughs> live, let's see. live Instagram, live Facebook. Look at that, you guys. It looks the same. <laughs> Look. Wow, Facebook Live, Instagram Live. That's it. That's that's, that's it. a dueling live we stuff. We just found the end of the universe. Yeah. We, this, is that, this is what's at the end of the vortex. Oh, God, get me out of here. All right, so yeah, so if you go to our Facebook, you'll see our perspective. But I actually think his perspective was better. Yep. 
Because you got a really good view of Mike's head. Yeah. yeah. That was yep. great. That was great. Yeah, the best I, part of that, though, when he said that's the head of a guy who works. <laughs> oh, me and I looked at Brad immediately. Hey, Brad looked at me. Why are you guys? And, why? Why? <laughs> I just started work, laughing, man. I know you were. I know, You're but right. a, a year ago, we weren't saying yeah, this I about know you. Yeah. Were. <laughs> Paul, what the fuck? It's not my fault. Yeah. But it was so funny. Surgeries. But um, where, 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 he was where? awesome, and he's so out of like um his mind yeah yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's what i was looking for he's he, it's it's it, it's fucking something you haven't seen because yeah. that's him that's it he's just he's like going for everybody's it everybody's used to funny, his characters and he and busted our balls and he also mentioned our show's name six times six on live yeah, instagram so yeah but to his quote-unquote millions of Million. fans yeah the best was five he was doing that <laughs> was he was doing that at the booth before zero. he's like my millions my my droves and droves my millions of fans look at my instagram it's at five hundred thousand. Oh no wait that's 50. <laughs> yeah. Well, then at, the, at the end of us, he's like, "Yeah, it's down to seven people." Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what he said. Where, where are we at now? Seven, I'm here with needless to say, yeah. with their followers. Wait, what's that? Zero. Zero. He goes, "How many people you got?" Zero. <laughs> then he asked no. me if I did poopy talk, so I just felt the need to say, "Eat a dick." <laughs> yes. I had. Yes. To know, we we're all looking for children in the area, and I'm like, "Okay, we're clear. <laughs> Eat a dick." Yeah. And buy cross pens. Yeah, and yes. by <laughs> <laughs> yep. But that was that was um, that, that was our, the artist. The artist next door to us actually had a picture of him with the mohawk. Yes, said, you yeah, see yeah. They, they actually gave they it gave to it, him it to him. Yeah, it. it was pretty cool. And it was just really cool that um, he just showed up out of the blue. And that was our last. That was our last day. No shit. That was Sunday. wrapping us up. When that's when like. Brad looked at me. You were out front, and Brad just looked at me and said, "I can't believe that just happened." And I was like, "I remember I'm looking at you, like da, trying to save da, it." Yeah. I'm like, "This needs to be saved ten fucking times in four folders because yep. this is insane." The only time I see and, Craig's eyes bigger than his glasses, and it was, <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it just happened. It wasn't. Um, I've met him before a few times, so it wasn't like. Um, that I, I wasn't like fucking starstruck. Yes, you were. No, I was. I, no, <laughs> yes, I, you were. Definitely. No, it wasn't that I was starstruck. I was starstruck at the fact us. that he came to us and wanted to record with yeah, us. Yeah, it was great. It was more shock than starstruck. I think it kind of it, it justified the weekend. Yes, it did. You know, there were moments Perfect we haven't mentioned on them on here. We started out the show talking about having some doubts. Yes. But one of the things I have to say, by Saturday night, as much fun as we had spinning the wheel with people, was it really going to boost our listenership? No. No. Especially considering the number of children. But truth be told, <laughs> I, I was worried that, you know, we, we told them, hey, the kids can't listen to this. Yeah. And things like that. So we were a, an R-rated podcast in a very PG crowd. In a very crowd. PG crowd, yeah. And so we were already out of our element a bit. And I was worried that maybe we overstepped. And that we thought we were going to get more than we did. Our listenership went up on Friday big time. Yeah. We got a nice boost on Friday. Ironically, when Michael Rooker put us on his live Instagram, we had one of our worst days in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe they were just getting their fill from other sources. Yeah, I don't yeah, know about course. the metrics that come from this site. Yeah, anyway, of course. But whatever. But based on our host, it wasn't very good. Um, but that justified it. Yeah. This is why we went to a Comic-Con. We wanted to rub elbows with some people. We wanted to get seen by potential like-minded audience members. And we did. And we did. It, we whether it comes did. out that we 
gained listeners out of this weekend as much as we gained um, connections with other colleagues, other podcasts. That's what we want to do. With Steven, with uh, DJ, DJ Psycho Eddie, um, you know, and people like, like Carl from Cordex Prime. That was a killer podcast. Yeah. Killer podcast. It's all pop culture. I actually, they have their Comic-Con episode that just came out. Yeah. I'm really hoping he shouted us. I hope so. Because we I hung out so. with him for a few minutes. Great no, guy. You, yeah, we talked, and he wants to collaborate. And we will. We've got his card. Good guys. You know, definitely. I mean, we've got, we made some connections, which well, was Was awesome. that your defining moment? Because mine was this. Mine was, at one point, I was getting beer. Shocking, again, I know. Uh, but I was getting beer, and somebody in line looked at me and said, "Hey, you're the guys from the podcast." Yeah, that's right. Well, he did. I, it's it wasn't that. It was when we were leaving on day two, and people were beeping at us and yeah. waving to us in, like, in the guy? in the parking garage. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, dude, we were that, on the highway. That well, we were just getting on the that highway. Guy, guy yes. in a truck, the guy in the truck pulled like, up. Hey, what's like, up, hey, what's up, man? What's up, guys? Like, and waved to us. I like, think do I know this guy? it was that and, moment. And two two together, it was those yeah. moments, I should say, yeah. that kind of justified it. It, yeah. it basically said, you know what? We know what we're doing. And somebody said, wow, you know, we've never had a podcast here before. Yeah. A million artists, a million guys selling T-shirts, a million guys selling comic books. Nobody ever had a podcast. I guarantee you next year there will be other podcasts. I hope Comic-Con. so. I hope so. I think it's good. I hope so. It's good for the community. It's good for the shows. But I I have to admit, I kind of don't want them either, because I kind of want this to be our thing. No, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that too. But once 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 we stepped into the ring, that's how it goes, man. Other people are gonna, uh, you know, we're not on a star trip, by the way. Yeah, I don't want anybody thinking we're on a star trip. No, 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 no. We, I mean, we did what we did, and we got what we got out of it. Did it. You know, it's not shot us through the fucking roof. Or no, anything. we didn't really get not much even made. close. But what we did is we made friends, we made connections, and it was a success. That when I wasn't expecting that, it'll be, it'll that's be. a success to me. We met the guys from the podcast that I mean, I, one of the guys. It turns out to be my next my next door neighbor, yeah, which is right. just ridiculous. Which I is know, seriously right. for years he's been my neighbor and I didn't know, which is Chuck, and that's from the Chuck and Brad podcast. Another awesome um, these guys are huge. These guys are huge, very huge. He's, um, you know, he's a, he's got a huge film background, and if you've listened to the show before, you've heard me talk about telling Steve Dave before. Right. Yep. And this is the guy that I met because he does all the filming for telling Steve Dave. And, and this somehow, is guys, this is my next door neighbor. And it's your next door <laughs> fucking neighbor. Yeah. And you guys do nothing. You didn't even wave to each other. No, 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 no not at all. So and, got the yeah, and we met them uh, this, you know. you know, we met them yeah. this weekend and I'm just like they're doing a big show at the Comedy Connection. They're doing a live broadcast from the Comedy Connection and we'll uh, be Sunday there tonight okay. and we'll be there. Uh those guys are awesome. Oh, they came by you know, and saw us. Yeah, they came by, you know, sugar high hands. I wish we could have recorded with them for a bit, but they were busy. They were doing panels. Yeah, yeah, they We have to watch our mouths with do. them, I think. <laughs> well, we're a little yeah. more we, we Swear a little more than I mean. We they're drink, not drink they, a little more. Yeah, they're not. Um, they're not angels. We they, can be you know, us. They, we they, can be us. They we do just their don't want to be. But they are funny. Us. They're very intel. They're very intelligent. Very funny. And they've been doing and, this a long. And they've been doing it a long time. time. And holy shit, I we think, can't say um, anything like that about us. 
But I mean, you know, they're <laughs> great, they're great guys. It's a great show. I've been enjoying it. I've been listening to it and enjoying it. Yeah. And it was just so funny to find out that this guy's my legitimately my next door neighbor. He's right there. This is like when I woke up one morning and I saw Howard Stern getting his mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, all but right. I mean, so I think we should wrap it up. We're gonna yeah, talk. Yeah. We're gonna talk more about Chuck and Brad because we're going to the show on Sunday. Yeah, we're going to the show on Sunday. So we're gonna get. We're gonna give them more airtime. But I actually think it's an equal play thing. Chuck and Brad, if you're listening, shout us a little bit, won't you? Right. Honestly. Um, but I think. Do we have any takeaways and regrets? Uh, I, we've kind of been discussing it the whole time. Yeah, it's been the we we've learned what we need to do, and we've learned what we don't need to do. Yeah, you I know, think and more focus on recording. Yes, I think we need to go live. That is number yep. one. Right we now. need to go live. I, I think going live will make us seem more like a radio show and less like yeah. a bunch of guys pretending. And if we do some live recording and maybe you make a little on-air sign so nobody comes up to the booth at that point, yeah, that, that would be that. killer. And yep. then maybe some people would be really like, ah, you yeah. know, just oh, anything shit, to get on. Record. Yeah. Like the people who jump in the back of the video outside the football games when yep. they do that. You know, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Another thing, too. Maybe Fucking right in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame forever. Yeah. Another thing I think we should do next year is get some of our orange swag. To give away. Oh, yeah. But if you can't get it there, you can always go to teespring.com and get our stuff. That's right. It's teespring.com. Why do you go into your Bob Ross? He goes into the Bob Ross whispering so nobody can hear it. Don't buy our stuff because you can't. No, it's not that. (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, you know, it's like a subliminal message. Buy our stuff. Teespring.com. Teespring.com. Buy our shit. Thank you. (laughs) There you go. Vietnam was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the first day when we were walking to Pizzeria Uno. We're outside. And I, we were making, we were talking about Vietnam oh, for some reason. What the fuck and we're surrounded we by Asian about? people. And I just go, fuck Charlie. Fuck Charlie, right? <laughs> and I'm like this. I'm going like this. He's yeah. like, Oh, and and I'm racist. I'm the racist guy in the elevator. I never said they couldn't walk with us. (laughs) (laughs) But, dude, you were quick because I didn't even see that you noticed that he was there. (laughs) But before we close this out, I want to give a shout out to our new friends, and it's uh, DJ Psycho Eddie, Chuck and Brad from the Chuck and Brad podcast. The. Two fabulous people at Morable Art. AT Cross Pens, Chroma Key Art. Check them out. Awesome stuff. Uh, Vortex Man, Isaac, thank you very much for coming by and, and speaking with us for a little bit. It was Again, awesome. Again, vortexman1.com. Yes. Uh, Steve from Retro Games. And also Steve the Turtle Whiner. Chill, yeah. <laughs> and then actually, I want to throw one last shout out. We have one, uh, a fan, somebody who came all the way from New York to go to Rhode Island Comic Con. She's from upstate New York. Yep. She's not from the New York I know. She's from way up. Uh, and she came all the way out, and she actually reached out to us this week. And uh, so I'd like to throw a shout-out to Tina. Tina. Tina! Tina, we, we, we really appreciate all the kind words you had for us, and hopefully this is the beginning of a, a long relationship of us ruining your commute. Right? <laughs> I want to throw a shout out to the two kids dressed as ninjas that stabbed Steve the turtle whiner in the balls with the sword. <laughs> hey, to his credit, he didn't miss a beat. That nope. audio we played, 
yep. he was getting stabbed in the sack yeah. by two little children dressed yeah. as ninjas. <laughs> yeah. By Did the way, worst ninjas ever, though. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Worst ninjas. And uh, there was uh, a, a little girl that was dressed up as Ray. Brad, take us out. Uh, from Star Wars. This girl, I mean, I have my own daughter. I have my own wife, but this little girl stole my heart. <laughs> I swear to God, Brad, she was so she was into the, she was yeah, so into she the was character, into yeah, and she, even more so, she was so into spinning our wheel and making her dad fill out tickets. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so like, every, no, not another. She's one. like, Daddy, five more. Daddy, five more. This guy was getting carpal tunnel just writing his name <laughs> and yeah. email address. And do the worst part, he didn't win. No, nope. nah. they didn't win anything. <laughs> but I, I would give this girl so many Darth Vader. Waffle makers. It's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know what? Guys, I want to raise one last toast, not only for what we mentioned in the beginning of the show, but also yeah. to each other. Comic-Con. Comic-Con. We it did was, it. See you next year. We you, did it, guys. You convinced me. Uh, we will be back next year. I'd also like to throw a shout to the listeners, both of you that have remained. Um, <laughs> next week, we're going to get back to normal. Yes. And we're not going to talk about Comic-Con. Nope. Well, we're not going to be shilling for celebrities. No. We're going to no. get back to skewering the people. That I don't know about really normal, but we'll get back to what we would do. Well, doing. it's going to be a good show because, Mike, uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to be sick and not going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Needless <laughs> to say, we said it.